The views expressed on the previous we believe it. are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not Was Jerk Jerk Street on this morning? Uh-huh. The job might be blown off today. Good. The biggest name. Literally or figuratively? Uh, figuratively? You didn't call in? Are you sure? WQA but I was told this morning. Look at that. The Dow is up 100 points. That uh, interest rate cut must be really kicking in. Huh? It took a little while. It's up 100 points. All right. Now, if we can just keep going at that rate for the next uh, six hours. Yeah. Good luck. Well. Yeah. One moment, please. Yeah. Just uh, keep filling. Lots of music. Keep the filling. Oh, it's Yom Kippur at sundown tonight. That's why we're not That's right. in the open. Do you want to skip the open or what? 560 WQAM oh. presents The Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. I'm actually a lesbian. Well, congratulations. Get a life. Well, old man McCain waddled around the stage and waddled and... That one. That one. That's who voted. That, that guy one. did. Dead is all around me. Everybody is broke. How about Sarah? Huh? 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 What do you think? Huh? The economy is drowning. Well, my friends. They got us by the throat. Friends. My friends. Well, my friends. I'd like to do some driving, but can afford to go. For the Absolutely. Could this be a recession? The headlines boiling news. Yes. There's people going hungry. You won't see that on the news. It's like the 1930s. Another grapes of wrath. Just the rich and dirty can afford to buy gas. The corporate newspapers say it will end. The ones that I use for the sheets on my bed. You patriotically let them in control. They robbed us blind, now we got a dust hole. But they don't want you to know For the world's richest country This depression blows It blows Yeah, this depression blows Not as much as Jerk Jerk Street, but it blows 
Dow's up 137. We're going to keep you abreast of that all day. Boy, this oh, boy. is just uh, nasty. Not not real bad. In other words, I'm not all that stuffed up, but just scratchy in the throat, you know? Mm-hmm. George is back with us. He had brake problem the other day. Maybe you're because you're a liberal. That must be it. People Did you see the story? I bet you didn't see the story about how a whole bunch of, uh, in one neighborhood here in Toronto, a whole bunch of people who had liberal signs because right. the election's next Tuesday. Had their brake lines cut. I suspect break, my wife, Yeah, they though, had their brake lines uh, cut. So I, I really think good George had his brake lines cut because he's a liberal commie pinko. No question. So here's the uh, polls from the various networks. We got our poll going. We'll get to that. MSNBC poll, which looks to me like it was freaked by the McCain people. Who won the presidential debate? 651,000 votes, just a little bit more than we get in our poll. McCain, 35%, Obama, 52%, a tie, 4.1%, and not sure, 8.8%, not sure. I see. CBS poll, however, Obama, 82.5%, McCain, 15%, a draw, 2.5%. Obama, 82% in the CBS poll. And the CNN poll, 321,000 votes plus. Obama, 74%. McCain, 19%. No queer, a clear winner, 7%. How do you like that? I like it. Yep. An old, doddering McCain kept waddling around the stage and waddling and waddling and grumping his way around. Oh, that one, that one. My friends, my friends. You know how CNN has that thing where they show the, um, the reaction meter from the audience, from the crowd? Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you watched that? I saw it, yeah, the little graph thingy. Right. Uh, yeah, McCain yes, yes. was flatlining most of the time, or in the, there were a few times when he was above a flatline. Mm -hmm. And, of course, when you look at him, flatlining uh -huh. shouldn't come as any surprise, but nevertheless. Yeah, it's pretty much over unless they come up with some real big October surprise now. Some real big surprise. And, of course, uh, the Barracuda Palin, she's out there, ba -ba 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 -ba, terrorist and ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah, all that crap. She's, she's the attack pit bull. She's the pig with lipstick, but nevertheless. Let's take a quick look. Get this out of the way, okay? 1,180 votes on yesterday's poll when George was out sick. We had a good show yesterday, didn't we, Chris? Yes. <clears throat> we had a really, and the emails were great. They were pour, not, not pouring in, but they were steady throughout the day. Wow. And they actually were responding to what we were talking about. <clears throat> there, There's one. Oh, it's from the I Love uh, Jerk Jerk Street guy. Would delete immediately. I don't read your crap, so you're waiting. Yeah, you get those too? Uh, no, not from him. No, I love Jerk Jerk Street. Some I got my own uh, email chronics. Uh, I just I just delete the chronics right off the bat. But you know, it keeps them off the street. I guess it's something to do. I'm raspy. You noticed? I did a little on the raspy side today. Yes, you are. But I'll get through. Good. I think uh, no woodbine today. I think I'm going to take a. Hot shower and uh, crawl under the covers for a few hours. Drink some tea. Oh, take your tea and shove it, okay? Come on now. Tea. Some echinacea. Well, what, what is Oh, please. That's it's just hot liquid scam. down your throat is going to make it feel good. Yeah. No comment. Mm -hmm. 1,180 votes on the poll from yesterday. Beside the Neil Rogers Show, what current South Florida institution will you miss most when it finally disappears? Publix, 293. Publix wins with a quarter of all the votes. We don't want to lose our Publix. The Florida Panthers, in fact, Debbie Wasserman Schultz uh, Schwartz uh, King was saying on last night when she goes to Publix, a gallon of milk is six bucks. Is that correct? Six bucks? I don't know. For a gallon of milk? Pretty soon it'll be eight bucks. Wow. Florida Panthers National Hockey League team, they'll be gone soon, 77. When do we want to give those tickets away, Chris? 
Whenever you want. Not now. Okay. Let's dispense with this. QAM. Hi, Chris and Boca. Can I talk to Neil? Speaking. Neil, how are you? Okay. My friend. My friend. You know, I, I got to tell you, Neil. Good morning, I, my friend. Yeah, cause, yeah, my friends, my friends. And, uh, you know, they're making uh, an issue out of that uh, that guy. Or what did he say when he, when he uh, pointed that out? That one. That, that one. one. Uh, do you think there's going to be any post comment, you know, any kind of attacks on Obama's side? Or do you think that'll just be an issue that they'll avoid? An issue? Well, I mean, you know, it, it, it does. It is kind of a condescending remark. Yeah. I mean, well, he has a condescending attitude toward Obama. He did the last time. He wouldn't even look at him the first debate, and he he acts like he's like some kind of a quizzling, you know. Yeah, and cronies. How many times did he say that? Mm -hmm. too? And let, one one more thing, Neil. I'll let yes, you, I'll let you show. Um, I mean, do you think that the Republicans are McCain and Palin? I mean, are they just absolutely desperate at this point? Because I think it's a slam. You, you have to ask me that question. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just it's see a ya. Florida Marlins, 68, we're going to miss them. And they'll be gone, even with that new stadium, even after they pee away a whole bunch of millions of your tax dollars. That's the specialty of governments at all levels, is peeing away. It's like they have a faucet with money in it, with your money. And they just open up the faucet wide, and the money comes pouring out. Let's hope it's those nice new, maybe those golden fixtures. That's way before your time. Johnny Jones, who was the superintendent of schools, and he had golden uh, bathroom fixtures in his home. At taxpayer expense, nevertheless. He, uh, he went away. The Museum of Science and Planetary in the Grove, 62, with Miss Horkheimer. The Sequarium, 57. Joe Stonecrabs, 52. Get the crabs at Joe's. Pizza Law, 48, and George will be very impressed to know that Ponytail called in on the bat line yesterday for another free plug. Good for him. Shorty's Barbecue, 47. Winn-Dixie, 42. The Elbow Room, 36. I can't believe that's still there. In Fort Lauderdale, the Elbow Room. Dania and Miami Highlight, 34. We lumped them together because individually, they, you know. Bird Bowl, 31. Carter Racetrack, 27. Bayside Marketplace, 26. Love, 94. The only radio station to make the list, 26. Love, 94. Crap. Ileana Rosanna Danit Layton, 24. Little Bob Mayer got 23. Tobacco Road, 22. Jackson's Ice Cream Parlor, one of George's favorite haunts, 21. You betcha. Wayne Arnold's Wright Castle, right behind with 20. When's he going to open again? Books and... That was a rhetorical question. Books and Books, 18. Lester's Diner, 17. The Monkey Jungle, 17. The Festival Flea Market, 16. Allen's Drugstore in South Miami, 13. I told about how they made us those banana splits at IOD. Remember that? They brought in the ice cream and all the mm -hmm. accoutrements and made us banana splits right in the studio. Oh, it was to die for. Tony Cigaretto, 13. He's dead. Lorenzo's Italian Market, 12. Parrot Jungle, 11. Versailles Restaurant, 6. The Floridian, 6. Fagler Dog Track, 6. The Gateway Theater in Fort Lauderdale, 4. Max Douche Bar, 4. And Christopher's, 1. I never heard of Max Douche Bar. Did you? Never. never. Really? Ever. Ever. Flea knew all about it. Well, Flea's well, a degenerate, you know. He gets around. Flea hangs out at all those... Degenerate places? Degenerative kind of places. I thought I did. I better hang out with him more often. No. Oh, he gets around. But I heard. Oh, look at that. Brandon says it's about five to six bucks for a gallon of milk. The same goes for orange juice. Oh, my God. I wonder what Bing Crosby thinks about that. Juice of juices. Oh, the Dow's only up 92 now. And now only 88. Oh, boy. We had some early progress there. It looked like it was going to really kick in and go zooming up there. Anybody believe in that? No. Now 85. How about if I just sit here and read that number all day? The Dow Industrial Average up 85.06. 86.89. 381 votes on our poll so far today. Who won last night's
presidential debate, debate number... You know something? I think they ought to cancel the third one. They're boring. And the analysts who came on afterward on both MSNBC and CNN, they pretty much unanimously agree that the format sucks. It blows. Even though the candidates themselves and the parties, they, they set it up that way. But, oh, talk about boring. Didn't you think it was boring? Yes, it was. And was there anything new other than my friends, no, my no. friends? They were repeating the campaign They repeated ads. the same stuff that they yeah. said in the first debate and that they'll say in the third debate. I really wish McCain would have just lost it and come running across the stage. You know, they had those handheld mics and used his mic as kind of like a baton to try to hit Obama over the head with it. Just, just lost it. That would have been good. Let's see. Our audience says Obama won 247 63.3%. Didn't watch it, 60. A draw, 34. McCain, 25. Only 6.4%. And don't care, 24. 6.1% of the audience, they don't care. What has it got to do with the game? What's it got to do with the canes, Neil? What's it got to do with the canes and the fish? And the big smelly tuna. 12 minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Wednesday to you. Well, I have no idea what day it is. They all... At this stage of my life, they all kind of blend into each other. You know, the only days I know what it is is the weekend. Oh. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM BZ Broadcast Group Incorporated. Neil Young. <laughs> Mo Howard and David coming at you with late hits right here on Get Serious Satellite Radio. So you thought I was out of work, huh? Well, now you got to pay to listen to me. Now, see here, I got some good show for you today. Rich Waltz will be joining us a little later, but first I got Congratulations, it. Mo. Who let you in here? I just wanted to congratulate you on your new show. Well, that's mighty whitey, you, pal. Uh, what do you call this show again? Late Hits. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh. That's what it means, you lame brain. See, I waited. Waited for what? <laughs> That's enough of you. Now get out of here before I strangle your balls. I'll get you back for this, Mo. You just wait and see. Yeah, yams great, bub. I got Rich Waltz on the line. Hey, Waltz, uh, what do you know? What do you say? Oscar's listening. I hear you're looking for an attorney. Yeah. Why, I'll have you know I used to be an attorney. Did it David and Calhoun, the lawyer? I know almost every big lawyer in New York. Who the hell are you? Well, I ain't no Mo. I gave up my practice when I found out Raymond Burr was g g g gay. I heard that story. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell them pipe smokers apart. You don't understand. <laughs> he was the greatest piece of ass I've ever had, and I've had him all over the world. What? You too? Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Yeah, I would have liked the Godfather a lot better if it would have been Joe Bell's head instead of the horse's head in the, in the bed. Oh, I go back and watch it a hundred more times. Well, we got a bunch of emails here, a few of them, about uh, last night's debate mainly. Here's one that says McCain won by a nose. Uh-huh. Oh, Gilbert's moving to California, somebody said. We'll get to that eventually. Oh, gee. Well, before I get to the rest of these uh, emails, Doug Thompson's got a good comment today, the pain of being McCain. But the most important story of the day, besides, let's see, the Dow is up 
26 points. Boy, it lost 120 points real fast of its gain. Oh, but it's better than the opening. It opened down 200. Woo! Here comes the bunny, and there goes your money. I tried to tell you, George, don't invest in stocks. It's like a, it's a Fonzie game. Ponzi? A Fonzie? Mm -hmm. Fonzie game. A gay chef murdered his lover and cut out part of his leg, seasoned it with herbs, and fried it. Mmm! A court has heard in England. Anthony Morley, 35, chewed one of the pieces before throwing it into his kitchen bin. He was having a little leg. Morley, a former holder of the Mr. Gay UK title, then walked to a nearby takeaway restaurant and told the horrified staff, I've killed someone. Call the police. Officers found the naked body of 33-year-old Damien Oldfield on the floor of Morley's bedroom. Leeds Crown Court was told. He had been stabbed 20 times in his throat cut. Morley later claimed Mr. Oldfield had tried to rape him. Prosecutor Andrew Stubbs warned jurors that details of the case were unpleasant and disturbing, Mr. Stubbs said. He added, in carrying out your task in this trial, you must not allow the horror of what took place to cloud your calm assessment of the evidence. Calm. You know, like us with the economy and everything like that? Calm. He said the two men had known each other for some years. Not a number, not like eight years or 20 years, but some years. Mr. Oldfield was openly gay. Gay. And would work selling advertising space for a homosexual lifestyle magazine. Probably a Norma Kent's magazine, no doubt. He was described as flirtatious, promiscuous, naturally outgoing, and bubbly. Morley was less sure about his sexuality and had relationships with both men and women. Oh, guess what? Speaking of that, Jimmy Syphilis is the permanent morning show host on IOD now. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. And they've got their cyber poll going. And, oh, who do you think is going to be the next President McCain? It's that fascist. IOD is all... They should have a swastika on their billboards if they got any. IOD, their symbol is the swastika now. How the mighty have fallen, man. What a disgrace. What a disgrace to the radio dial. W-I-O-D, my ass. Anyway, this guy had won the first Mr. Gay UK contest in 93, the mad slasher, the bubbly guy. On the day of the murder in April, the two exchanged text messages during the afternoon, later met in a bar in Leeds where they both lived. In the text, Morley told Mr. Oldfield he had never been properly happy being gay. Mr. Oldfield replied, try me, I'm not your average poof. Remember that song by Peter, Paul, and Sally? Poof the Magic Dragon? Coming right up. He was dragging it. Oh, and yesterday, uh, Fat Chris was able to get into your thing. What were we playing yesterday? Kingston Trio? Kingston Trio, yeah. because one of the Kingston Trio guys died. Aw. Yeah. And so we played a little bit of the MTA. We played the Good. Where Have All the Flowers Gone. Aww. Pete Seeger wrote that, which I thought it was Bob Dylan, but... But it was not. They exchanged increasingly affectionate messages, these two, and arranged to meet, Morley stressing he wanted to take it slow. Later that night, they ended up in Morley's bedroom, the court heard. They had been drinking beer, and both were around three times the legal limit for driving. Forensic experts later found evidence there had been sexual activity. Oh. Mr. Stubbs said Morley used two knives taken from the kitchen downstairs to kill Mr. Oldfield. He slit his throat, cutting a vein and artery in the process, stabbed him with great force in the chest and 19 times in the back. The evidence indicated Oldfield had been lying under the dovet when he was attacked from behind. What is a dovet? D-U-V-E-T? A duvet. Ooh. Is it duvet? I think so. Dovet. It's British. It wouldn't be uh, duvet. Oive. Duvet? What, what is a duvet? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Oh, is it like oh a... so in other words, you're, you're correcting my pronunciation, but you don't know what the hell it is. Yes. D-U-V-E-T. -D I don't See know how it's pronounced. I don't it's know what comforter. it's pronounced. It's like what? A comforter. How, how does it say it's pronounced? He can play it. 
one moment, please. Yeah, go ahead. I'm it waiting for the play. Yeah. Oh, slow-ass computer. So slow there. There you go. Duvet, I told you. Stubbs said that after Mr. Oldfield died, Morley cut a section of flesh from his thigh, took it down to the kitchen, and cooked it. The jury heard that Morley was wearing only a blood-stained dressing gown and flip-flops when he arrived at the takeaway. His face and hands were splattered Duvet. with blood. <laughs> oy vey. Oy he later told police, I know what I've done is wrong. He tried to rape me. At least he won't be able to do it again. Morley denies murder. The court was told he was at the very least guilty of manslaughter, but the jury would have to consider issues of provocation and diminished responsibility. The case continues. Let me say it again. The case Duvet. continues. Oy vey. Duvet. Well, that's pretty unusual for the Brits to be using a French word like that, duvet. I mean, it's got to be French, right, with an E-T. Entomology word. is French, yep. No kidding. Very good, Fat Chris. Very, hey, very I can good. read from 1758. Yeah. You and Greg Reed. Okay, now let's get to some of the emails. Oh, here, Harry G., who's a real a-hole and a right-wing idiot, writes, Is Jimmy Syphilis now officially the permanent host in WYOD in the morning? Yes, I just checked their website, Harry. Thanks for the uh, heads up. It looks like he's already got his own web page on the IOD website. Yes, he does. Jimmy said this morning he considers himself middle class and that Obama is a socialist because he wants to take money away from people making 200000 and give it to poor people. And I agree. I agree, says Harry, who's a real Nazi. That's why he listens to IOD. And it's a quarter of a million, first of all, is the right number. And secondly, it's not a question of taking it and giving it away. It's a question of increasing the taxes so that rich people pay their fair share. That's what it's all about, Harry. But you're too stupid to understand that. That's why you listen to a Nazi radio station and to a pansy like Jimmy Syphilis. You fairy! Who is probably the worst play-by-play -play announcer in the history of the National Football League. But nevertheless. Wow. Harry. But thanks for the, uh, like I said, the heads up. Keep your head up, Harry. Unlike uh, John McCain, who was wandering around and on the verge of dropping the microphone, you know. Oh, my friends, my friends. He, he, he looks like he's like one step away from Renfield. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> if he starts reaching out and grabbing flies and eating them, <laughs> then you'll know. My friends. Flies are my friends. Lizette says, oh, my God, if McCain says my friends one more time. By the way, CNN did a great montage this morning. <laughs> they showed him saying my friends over and over uh -huh. again. They clipped it all together. It was great. Uh, if McCain says, my friends, one more time, we're going to jump off a building. He is so decrepit and needs to go. Go, Obama. Love the show, says Lissette. Thanks, Lissette. Tony says, the best thing last night was the way McCain would drop the wireless mic from his awkward stiff arm and catch it with his good hand. I wonder what, th that seems to go with the Republicans. It was Bob Dole with the gimp hand from uh, WW2. Remember that? Uh, he always had a, he had a pen stuck in there. Yee -yee. I don't know why he did that. Huh? Uh, he uh, explained that once. It was to show to people that his hand was occupied so not to reach out and grab it. Because it was his right hand, so people would reach out to shake his hand, and he wouldn't be. They reached out to grab it? His hand. And, oh. um, Maybe that's you know, why he did all those limp... Uh, he would always have spots. to uh, you know, reach out and intercept with his left hand, so if he had a pen in his right hand, people wouldn't expect to uh, uh. have their hand shaken with his uh, right hand. And now you're going to have to play Bob Dole's uh, bum hand. It's one oh, of my favorites. Well, maybe I'll finish Tony's email, because it's very important. Robert Dole. Biggest name. The Bob Dole. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports leader. It's the biggest names. The best talent. Yes. It's the big dog, Joe Rose. That was down 27 points. Oh, my God. With South Florida sports. It's down 32 matters. points, like I said. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Yes. 
one of the best of discs, I guess, about Bob Dole's Gimp Hand or whatever it is. Wow. What's it called? Uh, Robert Dole's Bum Hand, I do oh, believe. Oh, Robert Dole. Well, I didn't I didn't look under Robert. Oh. There's Robert Blake. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of Robert. Robert Dole loses, is that what it's called? Nope. No? Don't tell me that's, that's the only Robert I got. You sure? I just can't wait no. until Robert Dole loses. What's it called? I thought it was Robert Dole's Bum Hand. No. I have to find it on one of our best of. I got him here in the back, over by the side, over by the wall. I'll, I'll look. Okay. Or maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm under the weather a little bit. Don't push me to do too much work now. Yeah. So I'm looking at that Jimmy Syphilis thing on IOD's website, who's now the permanent morning Nazi. Talk about a sellout. Talk about a self-hating. I mean, come on, Jimmy. Who are you kidding? Who are you kidding, sweetie? God. What a joke. All these ex-jocks, man, it's like it's mandatory. It's written in the NFL playbook. And all the other sports, too, that all the jocks and ex-jocks have to be neo-Nazis. They have to be fascists. They have to be ultra-right-wing because it makes them macho. And I'm going to tell you, Jimmy, uh, if you think you're going to be macho, wow. Who are you kidding? You fairy. Wow. Woo. But nevertheless, so Jimmy Syphilis is doing Nazi radio on IOD and also doing play-by-play on the QAM at the Dolphin Games, so to speak. I use that expression loosely. How do you like that? These ex-Dolphin guys, man, they're just it's like a disease. I mean, at least uh, Danny was a great player. You know, I mean, Jimmy Syphilis, he was he was okay. Would you agree, Chris? He was all right. I don't think I ever saw him play. No? Nope. He was, I did, he I just don't remember. He, he was, uh, those who know him well say he was not a tight end. But he was a receiver. You putting all this together? No, well, he was just, he was like oh. an average, uh, you know, receiver. He was okay. He was a decent player. I, I think he caught a touchdown pass in one of the, uh, maybe in that last Super Bowl, 84, was it, against the 49ers? Who the hell did they play in that year? I know they lost, obviously. When was, Danny was there? Yeah, it was uh, 49ers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he caught a touchdown pass from Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Boy, Danny and Jimmy and Jimmy and Danny. We're smelling Super Bowl because we're the, yeah. Oh, my God. It's just, it's like a disease, like an illness. And now we got the new Jerk Jerk Street disease. That is the worst one. So anyway, uh, George was out yesterday. I'm sure that uh, Chris updated you on all the uh, inside folder, all the shenanigans with uh, Clarence, our erstwhile program director. He said there was uh, nothing to There tell. was no meeting. Right. There was no meeting. He went in That's, there prepared yeah. to like uh, really take a giant dump on Clarence's head. And Clarence said, uh, uh, Beast was already in here, and he apologized and get out of here. He's my buddy. He's my boyfriend, the Beast. I wonder if Beast's wife knows that uh, there's still uh, Clarence and Beast are still doing it. You think? I don't know. Maybe she doesn't care. Yeah, if I were her, I wouldn't care. I'll guarantee you that. Of course, if I were she, I wouldn't. Oh, my. The thought of that. You know, there are certain people that you try to envision doing hanky-spanky, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that pair. Oh, the uh, Dow's down 110. It just went. As soon as I mentioned the Beast, the Dow took a turn for the worst. It went south, baby. Oh, no. Oh, now it's down only 95. It's really spastic today. People can't decide. Of course, Crazy Kramer goes on there two days ago. I can't say this enough. And he advises America, get rid of all your stock. If you need any money in the next five years, sell all your stock. That's responsible broadcasting, to put a lunatic on the air. A man who's already, who was suspended by uh, uh, CNBC, the gambling channel, a few years ago, during the tech bubble for uh, promoting his own crap. For making money, going on the air and giving advice and then making money, uh, it's just, oh, God, to have a scam like that, huh? You know what I mean? 
Oh, yeah. The scammeister. At a time when we've got this, everybody is peeing in their pants. Can they afford their mortgage payment? Can they afford to pay their car payments? Is the dog catcher going to come in the middle of the night and take their dog away because they can't afford to buy doggy food? And by the way, all you people out there, all you schleppers who are on really tough times, don't be going out and getting a dog to keep you company in the hard times. Because if you can't afford to feed a pet, you shouldn't have one. Cat, that's okay. Let it starve. But not a dog. Right? Right. Little little putty cat. Yeah. Let it starve to death. Okay, it'll go out and catch some rats. It'll catch some mice. I told you that time, Tiny killed a mouse in the backyard. Let it lay out there for a while, and one day he just decided to bring it on in the house like a trophy, you know. Brought it in the living room and stood there very proudly. And I thought to myself, the wrong little animal suffered and died. Tony says the best thing last night was the way McCain would drop the wireless mic from his awkward stiff arm and catch it with his good hand after every last word, as if to say, I'm young and skipping along. He wasn't skipping along, he was prowling the stage. Do you notice that? He never, he could never stand still for a second. He was always storming around, stalking around the stage. That's why I thought he was going to take that mic and slam Obama up the side of the head with it. What a scary sight, it says. He looks like a troll with that weird, retard, joker, melanoma-stricken smile on his puss. My friends think McInsane will be the worst thing to happen to the old USA. My friends. If somehow McVeigh prevails, his frail, half-dead ass won't make it to the spring of 09, then Palin would turn the effing White House into a giant igloo and bring that turd Todd to join her. Reminds me of when the Beverly Hillbillies moved in, Tony says. I hope that folksy bitch Sarah Palin falls off the face of the earth after Obama wins. If I never see her again, there will be too soon. I hate that fake bitch, Tony says. Now, Bob in Miami sends me a picture of a gallon of milk. I mean, I may be old and senile, which mm-hmm. certainly I am, but do you think I remember what a gallon of milk looks like? I don't know. In, in a jug? Uh, you know, milk in a jug? I don't drink milk. I know. Cow's milk is for baby cows, for calves. Okay. It's not for human consumption. Uh-huh. What? You ice, cream, ice cream, cheese is all made you, out of milk. Only, I don't care about that. We only eat those because they taste good. Okay. Not because they're from a cow. Yeah, well, is I that like why to... you eat ice cream? Because it's from a cow? Yeah, that's exactly why. When you have a big, right big bowl of Ben and Jerry's fish food, you're sitting mm-hmm. there thinking, oh, mm, this that's, cow that, is that's really exactly special. what I'm thinking and touching oh, myself yeah. while I'm doing it. Yeah. I see. Anyway, Publix Milk 359, assorted varieties, grade A, one gallon, bottle limit for four. A surprisingly low price, says Bob in Miami. And, Neil, this is an everyday price. Bob must work for Publix. But we love Publix, so that's all right. Debbie Wasserman, and then he's got a word that rhymes with patch, but I can't say it. Schultz is a DLC, Nancy Pelosi, ass-kissing traitor. I think she's being groomed by the DNC as one of the up-and-coming stars of the traitorous neo-democratic party. Impeachment is off the table, said Debbie, and, of course, Nancy. Says Bob in Miami. Bob don't like that bitch. And, of course, she was a big Swillery uh, supporter, too, wasn't she? Yep. yep. Yeah, before Swillery packed it in. And finally, oh, we lost? Oh, I don't think so. We lost? The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Can you? 
collect them. Despite my kung fu grip, it's something I can't hide. I can't hide. I can't hide. So please vote for me. A cranky, bitter old man. And if you still make fun of me, I'll slap you like a man. But only with my good hand. I only have one hand. I only have one hand. Doi, 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 doi. Wow, how do you like that? I, I found like it a lot. Classic. I'm very proud of you. Best of Neil Rogers, 1996, from WIOD. Back when it was a great radio station, when people to the left of Attila the Hun actually could listen to it. As opposed to grumpy idiots like Harry G.H., who, uh, who comes back. Great comeback, Harry. You're ripping me for not wanting to give more of my money to the government to blow in a racket on drug addicts? Harry evidently makes a few bucks, or at least claims to, even though he can't get his numbers right. He says, you're just jealous of syphilis. He's on a real station with a real signal, real promotion, real listeners, not the psychos who listen to your station. Like you, Harry, huh? <laughs> I love when they say, oh, they're only psychos who listen to your right. station, and then, of course, right. they're listening, and they're writing and emailing and like that. Psychos like you, Harry. Between his show on the radio, Dolphin Games, and TV work, he reaches many multiples of your audience you have every week. See, I don't really care that much about how many people we reach. I care on the 10th and 25th, the numbers on that paycheck. And I can guarantee you, you put all of Jimmy's enterprises together, he ain't even in the same league with fat old... Oh, God! That's right, Harry. So you can give me a song to dance about, uh, you know, you don't want to give your money to the government. I'm not happy either with the way the government pees away my tax dollars, of which I spend a fortune. But nevertheless, that's the way it works. That's the way it goes. And I'd rather have people making zillions of dollars pay their fair share, including me, as opposed to schleppers getting uh, raped by the right wing, who all they know is tax, tax, the poor and middle class. Take from the poor and give to the rich. That's the Republican Party. And it has been that way for years and years. Ever since I've been alive, Harry rhymes with... You fairy! Jimmy Syphilis he's sticking up for. Stick with Jimmy Syphilis, and how come you're not over there with Glenn Dreck and Rush and all your other fellow Nazis? Come on, Harry. Get with it. Birds of a feather suck together. Debbie says, good news for your buddy Brandon. Publix has got milk on sale, three fifty nine a gallon. Like we just heard moments ago. I'm with you. Milk is food for baby cows. Love your show. Feel better, says Troy. Oh, I see. It says, it says Debbie on top. But maybe Troy dresses up and is like Debbie on the weekend, you know? Thanks, Troy. I'm sure that's not our Troy. I don't want to steal that from uh, Sid the Kid. You know, I'm always stealing his material. Yep. All the time. Right. Like, uh... Troy! This, I've gotten several copies of this. It's from Boca, from Beth Shalom Synagogue. Have you seen this? No. no. Oh, and you know how the churches and the shoals they have out in front, they have the uh, signage? Oh, the marquees, yes. I've gotten uh, two or three of those already. Yeah, I've got a few of these. Marquee. Ha I love this. Happy New Year. Please vote for the Schwarzer. <laughs> Good plan. That is the best. Oh, All right. Hey. Let's hear it for Beth Shalom Synagogue in Boca. What'd you think about that? Cute. I'm mm -hmm. sure Harry will be emailing some more. I don't know why, Harry. Just go away. You don't like me. You don't like my attitude. And you love Jimmy Syphilis. I'm jealous of Jimmy Syphilis. That'll be the day. Oh, my God. Can you even imagine that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Great job on those games, by the way, Jimmy. Even Fat Chris says you are just an abortion on those games. Isn't that what you said? <laughs> sure. I don't think I did, but um, sure. But that's what you're thinking, though. Okay. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Correct me if I'm wrong. I asked you your opinion a few days ago, and you said just an abortion 
I don't think I said abortion. I said the I did, worst I did in the like history uh, of the subhuman race. I did like Bill. Better. Bill Zimfer. Yes. Well, I mean, uh, we liked Rick Weaver better too. But I mean, is there any question about that? Bill Zimfer. What a funny guy he was. Here's one from Byron from Meridian, Idaho. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being in Meridian, Idaho? Well, it depends on where it is. Oh, Brandon's going to go buy some milk right now. Well, better you than us. I'll stick with the ice cream and the cheese, and you drink the milk. Baby cow milk. Oh, my God. I wonder if the Muslims drink milk. Certainly not with uh, falafels. Why not? Sounds awful. Doesn't falafel have meat in it? I don't know. It's trafe. It's not halal, baby. You better get your kosher and halal straightened out. Hey, I got it all together. Damn it. You're going to burn in hell with all those Muslims. Oh, yeah. And there won't be those seven virgins waiting for you either. Now, who were you telling me that was uh, a member of Procol Harum? Somebody was telling me that the other day about some guy. It wasn't me. Duff was telling you about somebody. I think Muff? one of the restaurant owners. Uh... Oh, that's right. Oh, good old Muff. How's she doing? Haven't seen him lately. He was in there the other day. What are you talking about? Haven't seen him lately. He was there. A I haven't couple seen him lately. Well, I wasn't here yesterday. So you were there on Monday, right? Mr. I saw him Monday, and today is Wednesday. Brian said, "See, I know what day of the week it is. That's good. I got a nasty. I better drink some tea during the break. I better brew me some tea. I got no weenies. I got no bacon even. Boy, the cupboard's really bare. Maybe this afternoon I'll go out shopping. Maybe I'll find some of that Briars. Um, we were talking about it yesterday. I had several emails about it." Carb, what, what's it called? Carb uh, something ice cream. Is it the four grams per serving, allegedly? Carb counters? And, carb uh, no, haters? Carb savers, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And it, they have one of the flavors. They have the usual. See, the low-carb stuff is almost always in boring flavors. And they've got chocolate, vanilla, but they've also got Rocky Road. Oh, oh man. Carb smart? Carb smart, that's it. Oh, you looked it up? Yep. You're pretty quick on that pewter. That's good. Well, I think. Anyway, Brian says, thanks for the information on Canada yesterday. Obama did a good job last night. He looked and sounded presidential. One of the highlights was when Obama talked about McCain saying, bomb, 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 Iran, and destroying North Korea. This man, McCain, is very dangerous. I think Obama and Biden make a great team together. McCain is no friend of mine. Oh, come on, my friend, my friend. He, he reminds me a little bit of, I'm your friend. You notice they, keep, they say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. A little bit different I had style. Real, yeah. Nevertheless. Oh, yeah, I think he and Prozac Ooh. Ron are one and the same. Uh-huh. I'm your friend, my friend. Yeah. Now, let's see. Oh, here's uh, Frank, my best friend. I'll, but it's so long. I'll, I'll get to it next hour, Frank. Relax. I'll get to all your emails. Neil at neilrogers.com. Keep them pouring in, in spite of the fact that now we got that stiff competition. Well, what, what hours is he on, Jimmy Syphilis? I will look. And he's continuing to do those boring political interviews like uh, Footy was doing. Even Tom Jicka said it was boring. Oh, my God. Although I don't think little Tommy will rip uh, Jimmy Syphilis. Because of the ex-Dolphin factor, you know? I mean, look at Kimba Bocamper. There's a real broadcaster for you. Oh, oh God. Uh, what are you looking up? When he works. What hours? Come on, go to the IOD website. It's right there. He's placed well, it all over. You're not aging well either, Jimmy. You look like hell on wheels. He's not a bad guy, though. He was on my show on INZ 100 years ago, and then he was on there promoting the morning show on Channel 10 that he had for about five minutes. And then they invited me on their show, you know, tit for tat, so to speak. I guess he works 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Oh, so he's not on opposite us. Oh, thank God. I couldn't compete with that. And then we'd lose Harry. We'd lose Harry because he's got a Jimmy Syphilis blow-up doll. 
And you know what you get from a Jimmy Syphilis blow-up doll, what you catch from it, don't you? Oh, no. I'm not going to say it. Crotch rot. Ah. Larry says, do you think why John McCain had to walk around so much last night was because he was experiencing diaper rash? Oh. Maybe his bag was overflowing. That could have been it. He just kept stomping around that stage and stomping around. Just a grumpy old man. Isn't it interesting, that Bob Dole thing, you could transpose that other than the uh, pen in the hand, you know. And it's, it's the same guy. Let's, and I'm looking on this 96 disc. There was a lot of good stuff on it. Oh, yeah? I don't know. Huh? Probably can't play uh, any of it. Oh, I know one. I can play a little bit of it. You'll... you'll... She like a lady. <laughs> and that's got that nifty sound in it, too. That. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not sure that that one's got the bleeps in it, so it why bother? It does? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you know, troublemaker. <laughs> troublemaker. Here's That's Marv me. Albert taking a dump. <laughs> what? Ted Kaczynski. I'm just, you know what? I'm just remembering. Uh, That's yeah, back fine. Back in the day when we could play funny stuff. That's Ted why we had an audience. Fine. Teddy, Ted Kaczynski, king of the wild frontier. All right. Terrorist. Oh, Jocelyn Elders. I know we can't play that. Hi. This is Jocelyn Elders, and I'm mad. Yeah, well, I am too. I'm mad we can't play that. It's a funny bit. And we can't play this. How much for it? Oh, no, we can play that. I got panicky there. Come on. How much for a kiss? How much for a kiss? Could I get it for a nickel? Could I get it for a quarter? It costs more money than I'll miss. You fairy. Those were the days. Boy, it's kind of sad. Oh, and guess what else? We certainly cannot play. No way. <laughs> Let it wow. go. You let a little bit of it go. Yeah. Rude, obnoxious, foul, and distasteful. The dolphins are cursing, and man, it's disgraceful. Yeah. Yeah, can't play that one. Hey, do you want to run faster, jump higher, and make the blind see again? What? Do you want to move like the wind, soar like an eagle, and raise people from the dead? Huh? Yeah? Then there's only one shoe that'll do. The all-new Air Jesus. Oh! Air Jesus. Just put a pair on. What they'll do for your game is a miracle. Jesus lies in the soul. The patented cushion chair is filled with avion, carefully laid in at the seam so every part of your foot is always walking on water. Sorry, not responsible for any water chamber that turns to wine. And coming soon, look for the all-new Air Jesus Cross Trainers. Air Jesus. Air Jesus. They'll make you feel like you're born again. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is your brain. Rock solid. Any questions? It's bleeped. She looked like a lady. All right. Not well, but it's bleeped. Walked like a lady. Walked like a lady. Talked like a lady. 
But I got wise There's a dick between the thighs Oh yes there is A dick between the thighs You showered me with kisses I thought you were my queen But I noticed something funny I saw the bulge in your jeans She looked like a lady Walked like a lady Walked like a lady Talked like a lady But I got wise There's a dick between her thighs Oh yes there is A dick between her thighs mm-hmm. You were my perfect lover But how I was surprised Not only do you have one But you're not circumcised She looked like a lady Walked like a lady Talked like a lady But I got wise There's a dick between her thighs Oh, yes, there is a dick between her thighs. Mm-hmm. How do you like that, huh? I like that a lot. What do you mean? Oh, well, I'm just saying those bleeps weren't uh, the world's best. They're in there, but yeah, well, that's why I dropped a little extra double bleep. I'm hit. 1103 at 560 WQM because you never bleep it too much in these days. You know, the way things are now in 2008, not so great. How's that Dow doing, Neil? Oh. Oh, boy, it's down 157 points. Oh, Evey. Error of uh, Yom Kippur tonight. Boy, I guess this will give a lot of people a good reason to be uh, atoning at uh, sundown. Fasting. You can't even eat halafal, falafel on uh, Yom Kippur. Halafel. And, of course, Ramadan, you can't eat, uh, what is it, during the daytime or like, I don't know. Something like that. 150 and a half points that I was on the negative side. Oh, Falafel says uh, somebody, Jerry, is meat-free. It's made from chickpeas, just like hummus. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clay and Pinecrest says a guy I work with is a member of the same golf club as O.J. He says that O.J. had a big party already prearranged at the club to celebrate his getting off. Bad luck, O.J. The arrogance of that man is beyond belief. Take care, Neil, says Clay and Pinecrest. Thanks, Clay. What if that's Clay Aiken? Hey, Clay. You fair. Oh, sorry. You think Clay's Aiken? I'm sure he is. For something. Down 129. I keep looking at oh, 137. Oh, boy. Acting correctly. I really do. I think in the long run, these cuts are going to work out. And the plan, the 700 billion, is going to work out. In the long run. So just sit tight. That's what I keep telling you. This stuff comes back so fast. <laughs> just sit tight. That's what your broker will tell you, because you get broker and broker and broker. It's only on paper, baby. It's only a paper loss. That's it. There's nothing. Well, I've got a whole bunch of them here, but I'm really shocked the day after the debate. Wouldn't you think we'd have thousands of emails? I'd imagine. But we don't. I mean, there's a few. There's there's a, a small pile. 515 votes on our poll. Who won last night's presidential debate? Obama, 342, 65.5%. Didn't watch it, 82. A draw, 40. McCain, 30, 5.7%. For insane old McCain. And don't care, 28. Out of 522 vote. Chris is going to be real disappointed if we don't make it to 800 today. Yep. 
Let me go back to that IOD website, which I used to get chastised for going there because uh, you thought I had this obsession with footy. I think footy was brilliant compared to what they got on now. So, in other words, Jimmy was over there auditioning on the air, which I hate stations that audition on the air like we always do. Remember we had the sports babe on there for a while? The fat sports dyke? And people said, oh, my God, not that disgusting cow bitch. Get her off mm -hmm. of there. And they, and they did. Minus 133 on the negatory side for your Dow. And the S&P is down 11 and a half. What about the NASDAQ? It'll come up. And they give you hour by hour what Jimmy's going to do on the show. Jimmy will review and share his thoughts on the day's top stories and issues from 5 to 6 in the morning. That is scintillating. Aren't you concerned with what Jimmy Syphilis thinks about the day's issues and top stories and the debate and politics and stuff like that? Totally. Pay your fair share, Jimmy, okay? Pay your taxes, you bastard. You cheap uh, jocks sniffing a goofball. He's not a bad guy. He's just terrible on the air, but he's not a bad guy. He was very nice to me, so I shouldn't really rip him so bad, except that he's just horrendous. His dolphins work. His, and again, the ex-jock, it's the same old thing. we got three ex-jocks in the booth. I'm not knocking little dog and mad dog or big dog or wiener dog, but I'm just saying. Wouldn't it be nice to have like a real broadcaster if you're going to have three people in the booth? Wouldn't that, nah. wouldn't that make sense to you to have like a real nah. professional broadcaster? Nah. Somebody like a Joe Buck or somebody like that? Somebody who's not an ex-jock. Somebody who didn't, uh, you know, hang out in the locker room and take showers naked with other guys and slap them on the ass with a towel. Somebody like that. Bobby says, I'm one of your white female listeners. Just a note to let you know, I have two children at the University of Central Florida in Orlando. The school has been getting the students to change their addresses so they can vote in November. There are over 40,000 students at this campus. Most of the schools are doing the same thing. There was an article in the Sun Sentinel this morning that Democrats have registered over 360,000 voters this year compared to 190,000 Republicans. That's in Florida, she means. Let's see if Florida can get it right. Well, Bobby, I hope so. I have my doubts. I'm pretty confident about Ohio and the election in general for Obama, but Florida, I'd be shocked if Obama won Florida, wouldn't you? Such I, a rednecky, Bible-thumping, phony, baloney, racist, gosh-dang place. I think he will. You think Obama's going to win Florida? I do. Oh, by the way, that, that, that marquee about the uh, Schwarze, it's, uh, it's a fake. Oh, yeah. Of course. What do you mean, of course? That takes all the pizzazz out of it. Rich Pactor uh, sent me a link where you can make your own. You can create your own. Sure. Well, now, nevertheless, my ass. It would be great if somebody had the <laughs> balls to, to do, do that. that. I think that's funny. But, but nobody does. <clears throat> well, that's the problem. That's America for you. Everybody's a coward. Everybody's a spineless jellyfish like Joyce and Jolly Joe Bell. In fact, that's why I'm delighted that Bob Dole's got that bum hand. Because it made me get this disc out. Here's one called Sergeant Dildo. I'm sure we can't play that. Oh, the clap. I bet we can play that. Yeah. The clapper? First, there was the club, the anti-auto theft device that locked onto your car's steering wheel. But now there's an even better theft deterrent. Introducing the clap. The clap is the only automobile security system that protects your car by contaminating it with a highly contagious and disgusting sexually transmitted disease. Properly applied to your steering wheel, the clap discourages even the most determined thieves. Hey, Charlie, look at that hot little convertible. Yeah, let's take it for a spin. Uh-oh, check out the sticker on the window. Now, what's it say? It says this car has the clap. Uh-oh, we better forget it. You said it. I stole a car with the clap a couple of months ago, and it still hurts when I pee. Want to make sure nobody messes with you? Then get the clap. And you might want to get a shot of penicillin while you're at it. <laughs> but the, the better one, which is on the same disc, was... First, this. there was the club, the anti-theft device that locks to the steering wheel of your car. Then there was the cap. 
the anti-theft device that prevents thieves from taking your airbags. Now there's the ultimate in state-of-the-art theft protection. Introducing the crap. Two and a half pounds of steaming human excrement that plops neatly into the front seat of all domestic and most foreign vehicles. Properly installed, the crap deters even the most determined thief. Hey, nice car. They left the door unlocked. Let's take this for a little spin. Oh, my God. Someone took a dump on the front seat. That is disgusting. I'm moving on to the next car. One whiff of the crap, and thieves will move on to another car that doesn't have a steaming pile of human excrement on the front seat. We guarantee it. Order the crap for your car today, and anyone who tries to steal your car will be in deep. Well, you know. Yeah, we know. Crapola. Here's one perfect for, uh, Sarah. Trailer Trash Woman. Now, can we play this? I don't know. I don't remember it. Oh, I'm positive. I think. Her breath smells like bile. She's got crust in her eye. She smells like a urinal that attracts lots of flies. When she sits on the porch, she picks the scab on her knee. Her teeth are brown when she smiles. She's a trailer trash woman for me. All right. She has lice up above. She's got crabs down beneath. I called a trailer and woke the family. Her father's her brother. Her uncle's her grampy. But I don't care. She's the trailer trash woman for me. She wipes her mouth on her shirt when she's eating. She stinks at the time of the month that she's bleeding. She has a hairier chest than Lou from Taxi. I can't put this love on the shelf. She's the trailer trash woman for me. Absolutely. Girl, you know, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. No one is as special as you to me. That's why you are my trailer trash woman indeed. You fairy. Now, what's wrong with that? There was nothing wrong in that. Nothing at all. It was weak, I'm going to start dubbing a bunch of these into the DCS. What? All right. I said, hey, how's it going, eh? I thought that was a fine. And... I thought that was perfect for Sarah. Okay, but weak. He's palling around with terrorists. He's hanging around with terrorists. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I saw him. I'm yep. the hockey mom from Alaska. You betcha. Oh, Jim in Getzville, New York. I thought Jim was a pretty good emailer until today. But Jim is trying to tell us the same thing that so many of the callers and emailers want to tell us. I have no life. Hey, Neil, are you going to the Bills-Dolphins game in Toronto? Or are you going to spend that Sunday at the track? <laughs> well, let me check my... Uh, I'll check with my personal secretary and get back to you, Jim. Biggest names. The God. best talent. Get a life. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Something, something. The sports leader. Excellent. Remember <laughs> this golden gasser. 
Oh, no. I can't believe you did that. Uh, sorry. Raspberry from George. Yeah, well. Well, they say you're a little fruity. <laughs> I heard it was a poison bill. When I pan, they call me melanoma. I can until I'm almost in a coma. Hawaii, Miami. And they never ever use any sunscreen. Sun with me, tan with me. Hope you don't mind, I'm a little freckly. We lie in the sun till we get melanoma. We bake like a bun, you can smell the aroma. Our lights are all on, but there's nobody home. Hey, melanoma! I spend all day at work planning that when I get off, I'll go tanning. I get naked and fake fake it. How much longer is my skin gonna take it? My astrologist and numerologist have to help me find a dermatologist. Bum 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 brand. Bum 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 brand. Lie in the sun till we get melanoma. We bake like a bun, you can smell the aroma. Our lights are all on, but there's nobody home. Hey, melanoma! We lie in the sun till we get melanoma. We bake like a bun, you can smell the aroma. We got lumps on our skin bigger than a metronoma. Hey, melanoma! We don't care if we get melanoma. We got the best tan from here to Arizona. We're glad we don't have genital condyloma. Hey, melanoma! Welcome. 1119 at 560 WQAM. Johnny Ola says McCain will win Florida, and North Florida will do it for him. All them rednecks up there. I I don't know. Maybe Dade County will do it for them. Because Dade County is really... Incredible. Your people, George. Hey, sorry about that. Green Co tooth. Comunista. The polls indicate that Elizabeth Liddy Duell may well lose her Senate seat November 4. She and Bob may be able to now enjoy retirement together. Says Greg. Thanks, Greg. And there's an article here from the Salisbury, North Carolina Post. You know where that is, Salisbury? Not really, no. You don't know much about North Carolina except that you got that house well, up in the like hills. Like you got a map memorized. I know my area. What do you mean a map memorized? I, mean, I don't I have don't... the map of North Carolina memorized. I know my area. I know all about Boone and Blown Rock and Lenore and Hickory. <laughs> Jefferson, West Jefferson. Oh. Mouth okay. of Wilson. I know about Albany and Sparta, but that ain't my part Pine of Creek, New York. Crumpler. I know about Kingston and Oshawa, but that ain't yeah, my part see. of Ontario, eh? I know about... Uh, Two egg, that ain't my part of Florida. I've been I've been through two egg. You ever drive through that stoplight? Maybe. That's two egg. I might have blinked and missed it. Recent polls suggest that Elizabeth Dole, the incumbent senator and Salisbury native, is in for the political fight of her life as she seeks re-election this year. She's uh, in of Taurus. Real Clear Politics averaged results of all polls for September and found Dole's Democratic opponent, State Senator Kay Hagan of Greensboro, leading very slightly, forty-four point three percent to forty-three point five. In statistical terms, that's dead even. Rasmussen reports an independent pollster, which has followed the U.S. Senate race in North Carolina, puts Hagan three points ahead of Dole, 48 to 45. Most political analysts have moved the U.S. Senate race in North Carolina from a state leaning toward the Republican Dole to a toss-up, as in toss-up some lunch. <laughs> wow. It's never comfortable for an incumbent to be trailing this late in the campaign, Rasmussen reports that on its website. And, of course, North Carolina in the presidential race is even Stephen, 49 each. Oh, boy. Poor old John McCain. No wonder he's so grumpy, you know. Well, friends, life isn't fair, friends. Yeah. I, I see a lot of similarities between him and old Bob Dole. 
crotchety, limp, but nevertheless. I mean, look at, look at the candidates that we've had in our lifetime. Michael Dukaka, Scary John Kerry, a.k.a. Herman Munster, Dick Nixon. Mm. Wow. Dan Quayle. Yeah. yeah. The hockey mom from Alaska. You betcha. And, and you wonder why the why everything's going to hell in a handbasket? I, I don't wonder. And then they put put this damn gambling addicted phony fat fart Bill Bennett on there on CNN to pontificate about all this other crap. Who the hell is he? Who the hell are you, Bill Bennett? Besides a big fat gambling addicted piece of turd. God. I wouldn't be surprised one day if I run into him at Woodbine. I'd like to run over him in the parking lot at Woodbine. Although it would do serious damage to my beautiful Corvette. How's the markets doing? Let me get over to a real network here and get off this damn CNN. Let's see. Oil? Dow is down 85. Not, not so bad, huh? The Toronto Stock Exchange is down 151. Oh, boy. That, that's going to be have a minus in front of that number pretty soon. They're really hurting for certain. And, of course, the election here is next Tuesday. That Nazi, that fascist Stephen Harper is going to get in again, but probably again a minority government. Don't ask me what these people are thinking. Of course, that's that's in uh, you know the outlying areas, like in Saskatchewan, like in Moose Jaw, and uh, places like that. Alberta, rednecks. Oh, oil is down to eighty-six bucks a barrel. Woo! Let's go out and buy some. Let's buy some milk at Publix and some oil. And the Canadian loony is under 90 cents for the first time I can remember. 89.36. All right. And the euro, 136. Let's go out and spend a whole bunch of money. I'm going to do a Jim Cramer in reverse. Of course, I have that tremendous power of QAM. I mean, that hairy guy who was right about one thing. At least syphilis is on a signal that somebody can hear. We're on W. AM. Wow. It's okay. We're doing okay. You realize that a week from Friday, you know what's coming out? The book. The book. The good book says it better be a good book. Better be really good or George is going to be really on the hot seat. Hot seat, hot seat? Yeah, you're going to be on the hot seat, on the turlet. You know, they have those heated, don't they have heated the toilet seats? I'm sure they, they do. They do. Well, somebody's somebody going to crack yours up to like fry and going to fry your ass. Mark says, yesterday I got a phone call from the Republican Party. The representatives asked me if I'd consider voting for John McCain, although my vote is still going to Obama Biden. I let her speak a bit, and at no time did she mention Sarah Palin. When she was done, I let her know that I can't see myself voting for a warmonger who's got one foot in the grave and a functionally illiterate neo-Nazi running mate. The representative slammed the phone down, ending the call. Nice going, Mark. You go, Mark. Sarah, the hockey mom. I mean, she's a prop. I thought the baby was a prop. She's a prop. That's what she is. Just a fool. Oh, you, all you hockey moms and Joe Sixpack. You know, that, that's what I understand. They've already got the rednecks wrapped up, I'm sure of that. Right? Oh, yeah. No question. New York Times column by Maureen Dowd. Mud pies for that one. I better send that to... Oh, I've got to send that check out to your buddy Cordis. I'll do it. I'll do it for sure today. Because I'm going to, like, slab, slather some Vicks on my neck, you know? Maybe drink some tea, too, but I doubt it. Just, just, to, just to be nasty. Mud pies for that one. 
Maureen Dowd, should I read her column? I don't want to read any columns. It's too too much, too hard on my voice. It's long, too. But it'll be on our website tomorrow. Who voted against it? That one. That one. What a condescending, miserable old... And mm-hmm. you know something? What? When he does stuff like that, when he starts doing his negatory attack crap, yeah. and you watch that graph on oh, CNN, yeah. it goes in the negative. It goes under... That's right. Uh, it, 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 the flatlining isn't bad enough. It goes in the minus, yep. kind of like the markets. Yep. Kind of like his numbers are going to be in many states, in the minus. Poor, insane McCain. Dow is down 33 points. Not not consequential. It is consequential, though the loony is under 90 cent. I like that. 89 cent. Aren't you happy? I can go out and spend some some money. Oh, yeah. You make me 11% on my money. That hairy guy, by the way, never he never responded to my vitriolic attack. And rightfully so. What's his comeback? Maybe uh, you know. Maybe he's busy with his Jimmy Syphilis blow-up doll. Who are you kidding, Harry? Huh? I pay a crap load. You think I'm happy about all the money I pay in taxes to these grave-robbing bastards, these right-wing lunatics, these neocon? But that's the law, Harry. That's the way it is. And if you don't like it, they're going to come and take your ass away and put you in there with OJ. Oh, that would be a good match, don't you think? Oh yeah. OJ, Harry, and Jimmy Syphilis together. Behind bars. <laughs> I think Jimmy might enjoy it. The sports leader. Beware of exploding balls. There is a child living down in Mexico who has to go to work every day. Sits at his desk Making clothes for Kathy Lee Loves the work But doesn't love the pain You fairy They They are are the kids Who make make the clothing They are the ones who make a buck a day So quick complaining It's just clothes they're making The kind you love to buy it's true, they make a buck a day with Kathy Lee. All right. One of my least favorite people, Kathy Lee. Boy, can she sing? No. Has she got town? No. There's Joe Biden. He ain't no Sarah Palin, thank God. This oh, he's in Tampa. This election, in the words of folks I grew up in my neighborhood, is literally about dignity and respect. The respect American people deserve is simply if you've got to cut it all aside, cut through everything. From our perspective, it's about fairness. Yeah, that's right, Harry. You better uh, get right down to it. Harry, Harry's uh, busy. He's probably on his way to the IOD studios now. Catches a noon date with Jimmy. That was down a mere 33 points. What's not to like, huh? I mean, it may never go up again, but at least we'll try to keep the losses in double digits. Is that okay? Fine, that's fine. Jason, who's a chronic uh, but a good emailer, usually, says, Did you see all the notes McCain took with his Sharpie? Yeah, in fact, before he had even sat down. Did you notice at the very beginning of the debate? Hmm? At the very beginning of last night's debate, yeah. they went back to their chairs to sit down. Yeah. And that awkward dodgy format of this uh, horrible debate. And 
he he was already making uh, using his sharpie to make squiggly notes on that the thing with his yes. Crayola. He was probably writing it. Tom Brokaw. That's the name of the moderator. Tom Brokaw. I mean, just uh, what what are you going to be writing notes about when you just uh, came out and uh, shook hands with the the and well, he shows very clearly his personal contempt for Obama. In fact, who even Wolf Blitzkrieg said that, which usually he keeps his opinions except about Israel to himself, you know. He said it was very clear that he had great contempt for Senator Obama. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you fairy. Michael says, I was thinking about what you were saying about all these jocks and jock sniffers like Jimmy Syphilis being right-wingers, wanting to look more macho or something. I think it goes a little bit deeper, Michael says. I think they also think of a life as a series of ball games. Like wars, for example. Who won the war? Who lost the war? Did we run the ball or throw a couple of bombs, etc.? All of which could be just like the games they watch and don't participate in if they don't, partic- they don't participate in the war. I think most adults know that the only way to win a war is not to have one. In other words, to win the diplomacy, which is why watching McCain last night saying that he would win the war and Obama would withdraw in disgrace and lose was absolute insanity. Well, of course, that's the one question nobody he, uh, wants to ask. What does winning the war in Iraq mean? How, how, what, what constitutes winning the war? Can anybody answer that question? Oh, when, we, when we own all the oil. Oh, oh okay. Which we should have come to expect insanity from the butchers who use our military like pawns on a chessboard, which McCain should know even better since he was in the military and was essentially used in that manner. But, of course, war is relatively easy when you're pushing buttons in a plane at uh, 30,000 feet until you crash. But I digress, says Michael. So politics, war, etc., it's just entertainment for these overgrown children because all they know is when's the big game? Who's playing? What's the game plan? Who won? Who lost? What, not, you're, you're wrong, Michael. It's the macho thing. We kick their ass. That, that's that's what it's all about. You got to be right wing, because Democrats are you know lily livered pansy uh, communist. Uh, you know, weak, weak. You have to portray that strength of a jock, even though of course you spent years and years taking showers together naked with other guys, and God only knows doing what else in that locker room. You know what? You know what they say? What happens in the yeah, locker room right. stays in the locker room. That's what I heard on this station here. Yeah, that's right. That's what some of our ex jocks right. might be telling you. Just like the same ones who can't keep their political opinions to themselves, even though this is supposed to be a sports station 20 hours a day, but it's not. Thank God for this show. Oh, God. <clears throat> We're surrounded by so much right-wing pablum, such caca. God. How is Chris doing on the poll? I don't think you're going to make no 800 votes today. Probably not. You only got 585. And this is on the uh, debate last night. My God. We got 586 now. Yeah, heavy, heavy duty, baby. Oh, here's something to help your cold from somebody. Whenever I feel a cold coming on or a sore throat, I take Zycam. It comes in either a nasal slob, swab or some funky-tasting schmidt that you mix into a drink. I go with a swab. It's easy and doesn't taste like crap. Zycam works. I felt a cold coming on this past Monday. I began using the Zycam, and my cold is practically gone. Drink liquids, too, and you'll be better in no time. Have soup or something at Woodbine. Oh, no. Eating at Woodbine, I think that's what made me sick was my dinner with Hank Saturday night. Lord, my resistance. The food there, oh, there's only one word to describe it. F-E-H. Fe. You can't complain about the food at Woodbine because they don't have any. Although upstairs, the macaroni and cheese is good. On the trackside level upstairs? Yeah. Macaroni and cheese. And they got some good sandwiches and some soup. 
Maybe I'll go to Woodbine and have some soup for uh, two, three thousand. I don't want to push my luck. I lost yesterday. I'm not going back today. I ended my uh, uh, lengthy winning streak yesterday. Dow is down 147. Cecilia says, I haven't heard the Buffalo Bills bit in a while. The one where he calls asking for plastic surgery. I just played it yesterday. Calling asking for plastic surgery. I hear drops from it constantly, but would love if you could play it just once. I played it yesterday. Did I not, Chris? Yep. Yep. You should be any able to play anything in your library of bits because they could be, uh, well, they couldn't be as obscene as a man talking with fat, juicy ferret turds in his mouth. Nothing worse than a, man, a mouthful of fat, juicy turds. If you can't play the Buffalo Bills up the butt song, would also help me out. To, yeah, get out of here, Cecilia. Take a hike, honey. I just played it yesterday. She wants me to play it again. Oh, and uh, Brandon says, I can vouch for Zycam. I took the uh, pills. It was very helpful. You ever take it? You ever hear of it? I never heard of it. Zycam? Yeah. I see the ads for it, but no, I haven't taken it. There's a drug that George hasn't taken yet. Oh, no, let's no. hear it's it. It's on the list, though. Well, let me see. I, I doubt that I'll be able to find it. Where will I find it? In the cold remedy uh, section? In my local pharmacy? Probably right next to the pink grapefruit splash soft so soap body wash. I was thinking about that when I was taking a shower yesterday morning with my fabulous... I've got that pomegranate and whatever the other one is with some other fruit. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. Kiwi? It's got the... Huh? Kiwi? No. It's, but it's got the scrubbing uh, things. Oh, nodules? The nodules, like, just like the uh, tangerine one or whatever mm -hmm. the other stuff is. What's the other one we use? Apricot. Oh, yeah. It's got the same scrubbing uh, nodule. And I was thinking to myself, these guys that are like... Uh, it's the same thing with what we were talking about only moments ago. You gotta be macho. That that's only for pansies, body wash. But yeah. Sure. It's like saying real men don't wear shoes, you know. They go out there and they they, they barefooted. Remember Robert Parker and barefooting? Sure. Barefooting. I bet you Eddie K would be playing that on the show if he were still on the air. But he got screwed badly. He got really screwed and tattooed by Jolly Joe Bell. And then the humper got it. There's Robert Parker, baby. He's barefooting it. That's a real man. Go out there and step on that glass and break your ass. Everybody get on your feet. What a talk up, man. You make me nervous when you're in your seat. Yeah. Take off your shoes and pat your feet. We doing a dance that can't be beat. We barefooting. How come you can say we barefooting? That sounds illiterate to me. I mean. It does, because it's music. You have artistic license. Oh, I see. Like we when you do a talk show. We'd be, uh, we'd be uh, pretty good. That's right. Chuck says, did you notice after the debate, Obama and his wife stayed much longer to meet with the town hall audience? McCain uh, stayed very little and left fast. Maybe McCain had to turn in because it was past his bedtime. Would be his name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports League. Spread them and say cheese. Some new potato chips, cause they ain't got any fat. But an hour after I ate them in the john I sat. I knew they had some side effects, but I thought I'd take a chance. But right after I swallowed them, I felt my colon dance. Ain't Olestra, my 
my bowels began to seize. Now I'm in a can of squatting with my pants around my knees. A-O-Lestra, now I'm afraid to sneeze. Cause I might feel something disgusting running down my knees. Oh. Well, I should have seen that warning that they put on the bag. And I should have been suspicious when the clerk gave me a rag. So if you eat them, don't be surprised if your belly hurts. And in about an hour, you'll have the Olestra squirts. Eight Olestra, my bowels began to seize. Now I'm in the can of squatting with my pants around my knees. Eight Olestra, now I'm afraid to sneeze. Cause I might feel something disgusting running down my knees. You fair. All right. Well, that's, I, 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 I'm screening these during the breaks just to make sure. Good plan. Now, that was one that you would have thought maybe there was like a few um, sounds. Uh, like yes, but... But there were not. It was a clean execution. It was kosher for Yom Kippur, let me tell you right now. Because the last thing we want to do is be playing like uh, unapproved sounds. Right. Joyce would have a nervous Schmidt about. 601 votes on Chris's poll. Good old fat Chris. He's going to be with us on Friday, by the way, because uh, Flea couldn't do it. Correct. Flea was good yesterday. He was pretty good. You know he's from Tampa? Did you know that, George? Uh, he might have mentioned it, but I forgot. The Dow's down 203 points. I beg your pardon? I said, I think I forgot. He might have mentioned it, but I forgot. He's from Tampa. I thought he was like a, a New York Jewy kind of guy. He's a Tampa Jew? No wonder he got out. They probably tried to lynch his ass in Temple Terrace. Who won Tuesday's presidential debate? That's our poll question on neilrogers.com. Don't forget, neil at neilrogers.com is our email address. And there's nothing in there. Oh, yeah, there is one. Scott G. says, you might want to add this to your website if it's not already there. The real John McCain. And he's got a link. I just, I don't have time to, I appreciate these, but I don't have time during the show to uh, dink with the links. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also, Zycam is a scam, and they pay fines to the FDA for misleading advertising. In other words, it doesn't do a thing except empty your wallet, says Scott. Well, Brandon says it works, and Scott said, feh. <laughs> and Brandon wants to know what's a traditional food for Yom Kippur? Water. Who won? Like I'm going to start fasting at uh, at sundown? You you got to be kidding me. These these people who are manipulated by their religious upbringing and who observe these ridiculous, insane things. I have one question. You know what the question is? Why? Why would, any, why would anybody over the age of 10 fast, stop eating because it's a certain day of the year, whether it's Ramadan, Yom Kippur, well, whatever the hell it is. Good Friday. Well, what do you do on Good Friday? You can't eat meat? Is that the deal? Used to be you couldn't eat meat on Fridays at all, you Catholics. Right. God changed his mind. You know, he does that. God said, oh, meat's delicious. Go get uh, one of them anus burgers at Mickey D's with bacon and cheddar. Yeah, God keeps changing his mind. Oh, God. Who won Tuesday's presidential debate? 608. What's our goal? 610? Oh, no, don't say 610. No. 610, that's the home of Jimmy Syphilis, who's now the permanent morning guy on there until they can his ass. Till the W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. <laughs> Obama, 394, 64.8% say he won the debate. Not nearly as high as the uh, CNN people. 82% of the CNN uh, poll said he went, and uh, what was the CBS? No, no, CNN was 79%, and CBS was 84%. Gave it to Obama. Didn't watch it, 93. A draw, 51. Didn't, uh, don't care, 35. And McCain, 35. He's tied with don't care, 
5.7%. So that's pretty close. Obama, 65%. McCain, 5.7%. That's pretty tight. Not out of 611. Why don't they just call the whole thing off, okay, before Carl Rove and the neocons figure out some way to fix it? It's, we still got almost four weeks to go. Mm-hmm. Four weeks from yesterday is the election. Won't you be glad to get it over? Sure. And now they're saying that Obama might get like as many as 353 electoral votes, which would be a landslide. Oh, wouldn't that be sweet? Yep. They can't steal it if it's that lopsided. Frank says, I don't think either candidate stood out from the other, but both just kept rereading their talking points, rarely coming close to answering a question that was asked. For Schmitz and Giggles, uh, for uh, fun and games, after the debate, I decided to play channel hockey with MSNBC and Fox News. I don't watch Fox News, Frank, ever, 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 because I'm not a masochist. It's amazing the contrast between the two, as Fox with Sean Hannity was overwhelmingly stating McCain won the debate, and MSNBC with Keith Olbermann was stating Obama clearly won. Personally, I believe it was closer to a draw, but the contrasting points of view from so-called media sources was unbelievable, is what it was. Unbelievable. Oh, there's the sirens again. They're coming to get us. You hear them? I hear them. Oh, boy. It's certainly proof positive the news isn't about the facts. It's more about the spin. The scary thing was that Fox had a call-up poll on who won the debate. Their result was 89% or 80, uh, 80-something percent, I can't read it, for McCain and 12% for Obama. I am for Obama, but I can't even say Obama won, but certainly McCain didn't say anything either. It was boring, Frank. It was very boring. One more thing. What the hell is wrong with Sean Hannity? Doesn't even bother to research facts. He's so hell-bent on disparaging Obama, he continues to insist that Obama voted to raise taxes a million times and already been researched. There's another uh, ambulance. Oh, you hear those? And another one. Whoa. Something bad is going on. Not one of them. And many of these votes are just repeat votes. It's just, uh, then he said on this Bill Ayers thing, talking about how he wouldn't sit on the board with a guy who bombed the Pentagon, basically insisting that Bill Ayers actually bombed the Pentagon. When was this? Not to mention that when Bill Ayers was talking like a terrorist, Obama was eight years old. That's correct, Frank. He was eight years old when he was consorting with terrorists, palling around with terrorists. Anyone who pays any credence to anything Sean Hannity has to say is a complete total, total imbecile, deserves to be drafted and sent to Iraq or Iran. Or to WQAM to sit at Joe Bell's right hand, to sit at his side, like Clarence. Has Clarence got a, a chair, a little chair there, in, you know, like the court jester back in the Roman days? Yeah. Has he got like a little chair next to Jolly Joe Bell where he sits? It's a and, stool. Oh, I'll guarantee you, he drops plenty of stool next to Joe Bell's chair. If I were you, I'd go drop some stool on his chair right now. A big, steamy pile. The loud mouth and loose lip pale owes an apology to um, Obama over this one. Margot Howard writes. She has a column on Yahoo. And she went into the family business. Her mother was Ann Landers in the 90s as Dear Prudence. How do you like that? You ever hear, I've heard of Patience and Prudence. Tonight You Belong to Me on Liberty Records. Did we play that not that long ago? Or? I think we did. Tonight, you belong to me. Patience and prudence. That was a, a label that had some silly stuff, like the witch doctor, David Severin. Did I do that or what? I nailed it. Sweet. Sweet. I'm scratching, and i got to go get some uh, Zycam or whatever. Make yourself some tea. No. Echinacea. No. Okay, that's enough. 
I really thought I was done talking about Sarah Palin, Margot says, but life is what happens when you're making other plans. I wish there were a word that was a cross between appalled and nauseated, because that's what the lady's latest outburst has me feeling. Saturday evening, Drudge picked up a Breitbart story where the headline was, Palin says Obama palling around with terrorists. As if this weren't bad enough, she went on to tell whatever group she was addressing, this isn't a man who sees America as you see America and as I see America. Well, I'll tell you what I see, a loudmouth, loose-lipped nobody who's drunk on media attention and a court low in the judgment department. I think both she and her aged maverick buddy owe Mr. Obama an apology for this one. To live on the same street and to have served on a board with Billy Ayer as part of the Weather Underground when Obama was in grade school and who is now a professor is not my idea of palling around with. I think this hockey mom, Moose Skinner, fits perfectly into the class war she's helping perpetuate even though she has no class. It would have been far more factual validity for Obama or a surrogate to publicize the fact that Track, the kid who joined the Army, did so because the judge told him it was that or jail due to his dealing drugs. I have a strong hunch, however, the Obama people would never get into that. Up until now, the ladies annoyed me because of her ignorance and arrogance, but now I'm furious, especially when her headline-making remark from yesterday was that Obama was not fit to be commander-in-chief. I think the McCain people better lock the lady up and tell her to zip it because she isn't even fit to ad-lib, says Margot. You go, Margot. She's the pit bull. She's the barracuda, the attack dog. She's the one that's out there making up crap spewing it because she has no uh, she has no scruples whatsoever she'll say anything that's her task track i wonder how that little baby is doing i think the baby sure is okay. doing well it's bouncing market's down 140 points unemployment rate hit 6.1 percent in september Oy. oh boy all bad news man bad bad news oh i got that doug thompson uh, column the pain of being mccain that's coming. Biggest name. Coming to a radio near you soon. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Well, uh, it beat at 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. Well, I never thought I'd find the kind of ride that I've been tooling around in today. Right. Now it's a classic set of wheels fixed up the way a brother would like it. Now it's a China and the drip is cold, vanitized under my seat. I got a can of liquid cherry, yo. Aw, oh, baby. Coconut, coconut, cherry, cherry, and me, baby, blue. Aw, oh, baby. Shiny little velvet, little smelly machine. Took the suspension out, so I bounced down the road in a bit that is super power. Now if it's hard to stop, no big deal, someday I'll get around and fix the brakes. A 1979 Mom Paul Catalina, she's sure looking fine, now it's my baby Cadillac. Aw, oh, baby, coconut, canada, cherry, cherry, and me, baby, aw, oh, baby, shiny little, velvet little, smelly machine, yo.
got my windows down on a hot summer day, cause the AC don't work no way. The sweaty crash fell off seats, starts to smell, and gets the dusting working overtime. On my backseat you'll find a shiny crown that smell like lilacs. My coffee shiny tubers, I'll be washing it with Amarone. Dog, baby. Coconut, granada, cherry, cherry, it be baby blue. Dog, baby. Microscopic wheels going over speed bumps ain't too smooth. Dog, baby. Fresh for Lauren Deere, you'll be fancy to be baby blue. Dog, baby. Hello, two at five sixty WQAM. It's a uh, Wednesday in the big city. Chris in Fort Lauderdale says, "I'm so tired of John McCain acting like this." General Petraeus' character is the second coming of Sun Tzu. Who the hell was Sun Tzu? Uh, ancient uh, Chinese guy. A- ancient Chinese secret. Wrote the uh, Art of War. No. McCain never misses an opportunity to gush over the surge like it was the most brilliant military strategy of all time. Really? When an occupation of another sovereign nation is going poorly, isn't it really a stroke of genius to send another 20,000 troops and spend another half trillion dollars? Prozac Ron could have come up with that solution. Question, the war is going poorly, General. What do we do? Answer, hmm, let's send over a Schmidt load more troops. I guess I, in, in addition, there's no war. It is not a war. It was an invasion and now it's an occupation. There has not been any war in Iraq. The last war in Iraq was with Iran, as fast as I can. That's why we stuck uh, Sodom in there in the first place. Right. Our good buddy. He was he was the buffer. And now he's the dead buffer. I guess I can sleep better at night knowing our military has got such innovative leaders who obviously understand the difference between a strategy and a tactic, says Chris in Fort Lauderdale, who sounds a little bit miffed, you know, like Miff America. The Dow is down 137. Just relax. It's just Nasdaq's down only 14.41. What's not? There's the egghead. He's going to solve it for us. Ali Felching. Right now, look, the smartest minds on the planet are working on this thing. Down 154. Arrow after arrow after arrow out of the quiver. Yeah. And I don't know where we're going. Well, it's asking a lot of everybody involved in this. I mean, we've given, I think, uh, the, the nation's got itself an economics course in the last three weeks yes. that we wouldn't have expected. And we're digging deep into our own uh, memories and repertoire. Uh, Christine, we, we and Jerry are both with me here. Uh, we really have had to ask them because we're looking for some leadership. This is a confused market, and that's what you're seeing in the Dow. You're seeing confusion. Absolute confusion. Confucius. Ancient Chinese secret. Didn't I just say that? Yep. See how it all ties in together? Here's one from Sonny something. Neil, I've never understood why Jews would vote Republican. This whole Israel, like uh, David Frum, for example, self-hating bastard. Richard Pearl and Paul Wolfowitz, all these other farbissen neocons. Not to mention the one in the, uh, who's the one in the New York Times who writes the uh, right-wing obligatory column? I can't think of his name. I don't know. Maybe he's not a Jew. I can't think of it. Not Bill Crystal. Oh, don't tell me Bill Crystal is Jewish. Who? Cal something with a bad haircut. Cal? Yeah. Well, you know, as much as I love Oberman, you know, before I read this thing about the Jews, (laughs) as much as I love Keith Oberman, he's got a big pair of balls, and he's the one guy Mm -hmm. on TV who tells it like it is and isn't afraid, doesn't pull back any punches. But the format of that show, and I'm sure he's got a lot to do with it, is just... The, the, the whole approach to it, he's got that thin-faced guy from Newsweek, uh, well, I can't think of his name, with the glasses, with the, it looks like a, a professor, a geek professor, 
And he brings him on, and he's out, and then these guests are all the same people around. And then Howard Feynman, who I like Howard Feynman, okay, he reminds me of Howard Kleinberg. But they all say, thanks, Keith, thanks, Keith. And they come on, and Keith will pontificate and say something, and then he puts the words in their mouth, and they agree with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, what's even the point of having them there other than to say, yes, you're right, and, and he is right, but what's the point? God. Same, tired, talking heads. Oh, and then, of course, CNN with their panel, with their panel of 800 experts. They've got big, fat Bill Bennett there, and then they've got all these other, and the glory, what's her name, the one that used to be on CBS? Gloria Borger. Who? You know who that is. You'd, you'd recognize her. It just, I, I don't understand what, who, who programs these shows. Same. Faces and, and predictably in order too. That's another thing. They're they're all on in the same order every night. The guy with a, uh, the the guy with the thin face and the glasses. He's on first for like two minutes. And he's like, uh, not, I wouldn't say non-committal, but he's very low key. You know, very well. I wouldn't go that far, but I, I just don't get it. Anyway, Neil, I've never understood why Jews would vote Republican. This whole Israel first mentality is nauseating. You better talk to Jew Lieberman, Mister. He'll straighten your ass out. I'm a Jew, and I certainly don't want it blown off the map, it says, but I think any president, Republican or Democrat, would protect Israel. I care about my country, the U.S., first, before I care about Israel. Don't those idiots realize the only reason the religious right is sent into Israel, so into it, is because they're waiting for Jesus to come back and hold a parade in Haifa? They don't care about Jews. All of these lunatic members of the tribe are talking my head off, telling me Obama's a Muslim, and I should vote for McCain because he's good for Israel. Plus, Palin's ministers up there blaming the Jewish bankers for the economy. Should I just ignore that? Maybe he's going to do an exorcism and we'll give it all the witches, all the Jewish witches. God. Israel firsters like Jew Lieberman. He is, I'm telling you, he's the Antichrist. Makes sense. They should, they should examine his bald spot on live TV. His bald spot? His bald spot. Oh, I won't see that. Right near his rectum. find that. In fact, he kind of reminds me a little of Joe Zagaki. They both qualify as penis face. Ron says, don't count your votes yet, Neil. Don't forget that he is still black and the polls could be skewed because people want, don't want to admit to the pollsters that they're bigots. Do you think Bush could pull some crap in a couple of weeks to get the attention off the economy on uh, killing, etc.? Yeah, on killing. He's killing us, I'll tell you that. Hey, listen, I wouldn't put anything past these bastards because they will do whatever it takes to keep the reins of power. Because they're stealing the world blind as we sit back and watch. They're raping the world. Not just Bush and his Saudi friends, but all these other neocons. Hook up the big long Chew. to the oil in Iraq, baby. That's what it was all about in the first place. Maybe they could take over the poppy fields in Afghanistan. And we could send Ileana over there. She could do all the, all the promotional spots. Hi, poppy. Can you see it now? I can smell it. The poppies? Yeah, I can smell Ileana from a million miles away. Don't smell good either. Oh, talk about the girl with stank breath. I think we can play that. I think so. <clears throat> Which one is it? I think it's the girl. The girl? Girl? Eight. Girl. Cut eight. You better get with your cuts. Cold. Once I had a girl, and she was a beautiful girl, but she had that stank breath. Her breath was so bad. One time she put a tic-tac in her mouth, and it jumped right back out and said, No, uh-uh, this job is too big for me. Shut your mouth, 
Your steak breath is in my face. Oh, baby, your breath so bad. It's stinking up the whole darn place. Why, little darling, won't you shut your mouth? I just can't take no more. A few more whiffs of your stank breath. I'll be passed out on the floor. Oh, that's it. That was a Bob and Tom bit back in the days when they were funny. Remember those days? I do. Remember the days when we were funny, too. And that's I remember when we were played. allowed to play funny things like that, yeah. That's right. Well, that wasn't that funny, but it was, it was okay. No. If it was that funny, we wouldn't have been allowed to play it. That's, that's the barometer, okay? That's what Joyce tells us. If it's really funny, don't you dare play it. If somebody might get like a little chuckle out of it, don't you play it. 654 votes on a poll. Richard Wolf, somebody, thank you, somebody uh, emailed me in. See, the one thing about the emails, they actually respond to when I ask a question like that on the air. Remember yesterday, Chris, people were like emailing in stuff, crap? Occasionally, yeah. I think I got the chills. I think maybe I got the flu. Maybe I got pneumonia. Oh, no. I got this week. What? Don't do that. Don't do what? Hey, you got like five more years, so. And three months. Mm-hmm. What's the date today, the 8th? Wouldn't be surprised if my paycheck shows up there today. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, happy day. I could go to Woodbine and lose half of it today, but I won't. Richard Wolf, that's the guy. Now, you know who, which one it is? Nope. With the, the funny little uh, goofy glasses, like the granny glasses? Nope. And the skinny face? Now, he doesn't really say much of anything. From Newsweek and from MSNBC. You know, Oberman, you're great, but, you know, enough with these uh, same talking heads. All. Hey, first, he did that with Rachel Maddow. Maddow, whatever her name is. That dyke. And she was on constantly, just incessantly, and all of a sudden she's got her own show. And that's because they don't have anything to put on the air on that damn network. That's the problem. they got Oberman on six times a night, which is great. That's fine. Somebody might actually see it. But, oh, these talking heads. It, it's like, it's like the, it is to politics what, what Jerk Jerk Street is to sports. He's got absolutely no insight, nothing to say. I saw him one time on ESPN on a pregame thing where they have the panel sitting around. That, that's a new deal now. Everybody in the world is on a panel. How come you guys aren't on a panel yet? I'm on several panels. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Aluminum panels. Things oh, like there's that. Sarah. There's Sarah. He says he hasn't done it before. Sarah Palin is playing the traditional role of the vice president, which is to get a little down, to Patch get a little dirty. A little down and a little bit dirty? My God, talking about slopping with the pork. God. The best talent. He's slopping. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Oh, 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 She's buying bread at 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, and the bread is wonder. 
really wonder. I wonder. Don't forget, it's Yom Kippur at sundown tonight. Don't you dare eat or you're going to burn in hell. Anybody believe that crap? No. 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 Well, if you ask, like, 20 Jews, 20 different people who are Jewish, the questions about, like, heaven and hell. Oh, the Jews don't believe in heaven and hell. Or the Jews don't believe in hell. Or, um, uh, we don't practice these, uh, you know, or we're hungry. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And then, of course, there's the real Farbissen. Right. The real, like, Jew Lieberman. The happiest day. That, that's my goal in life, is to outlive. The, the greatest moment will be to come in here one morning, to sit down and to go, you know, start looking at my uh, different websites. And the headline says, Jew Lieberman croaks. And I will go, All right. yes! See, I can barely even talk, but I managed to squeak that one out. I'm right, it's one of these deals with the cold, and I'm sure everybody has experienced this, where you're like, you're right on the verge. You know, it's yeah. like uh, it's like an orgasm. You know, you're like either on one Ooh. one side of it or the other. You know what I mean? Yes. And of course, once you get to a certain point, there's no holding back. It's it's the same principle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh huh. That moment of clarity. No, I'm not talking about the orgasm. I mean, you would obviously. I'm talking about the cold. Right. And the moment when it turns into like real full blown, if I can say that. I guess I shouldn't have said full blown in some no. context. Well. Who won Tuesday's presidential debate? That's our poll. Everybody say, and, and you'll be really amazed not, just like we're not amazed at the result with our audience, because we know that we've got a bunch of commie, pinko, liberal people with a brain. Some of them. I'm your friend. Like that. Just like McCain. Friends. Well, friends. And the IOD poll on this, they asked, who do you think is going to win the election? And it's like 67% McCain and 29% Obama. And the other 4% say, uh, said the Jimmy Syphilis blows, which is not news to me. Who won Tuesday's presidential debate? Obama, 429, 65% of the 660 vote. What are we looking for, 800? I don't think you're going to do it, mister. We had a, we had a kind of a weak start because Eric, well, it's my fault. Because as the debate was almost over, I faxed it to Eric, you know. And I don't know what to, and, and by the time I went to bed, which wasn't that much later because I'm sick as a dog, um... The new poll wasn't up there to, to put on yet. And when I came in here this morning, it was it was up, and there were 147 votes on it. See what I mean? So mm -hmm. Eric was, you know, he was asleep at the swish. Not that I'm knocking Eric. Eric is great. We love you, Eric. Don't start getting uh, sensitive. Whoa! Like that again. We hate when you do. Whoa! George hates that. That's why George doesn't talk to Eric very often, because Eric, you know, he likes Eric, but Eric every now and then is, whoa! Very sensitive, uptight. Just like Chicken Neck. I'm starving. <laughs> How's he doing, Chicken X? Is he still starving? Uh, I don't know. I didn't well, I gotta send that. Chat. I just it was a rhetorical question. I know you don't want to talk about that, right. right? And I'm sure he's got a lot of company. Just misery loves company. So the fact that you're starving, you shouldn't feel bad about, because a lot of other people are starving too. And since it's Yom Kippur at sundown, what a blessing! What a shanda, huh? What a machaya! At sundown tonight, we're not supposed to eat until uh, sundown tomorrow. 176 down on the uh, Dow. Where's Candy Cowley lately? I haven't been seeing her. You know, Candy Cowley? I mm -hmm. like her, actually, to be honest with you. And there are damn few people on CNN that I like, but she's one of them. And Susan Candiotti, our close personal friend. Anybody else? And uh, Jack Cafferty. I'll tell you, he's been pretty good during all of this uh, crap that's been going down. He ripped Sarah Palin a major yep. fat, ugly, smelly ass. I like more that, than uh, once. crusty curmudgeon. That's right. He's the crusty old curmudgeon. Arr. You can almost smell it in his underwears. The crust. Don't forget the crust. 
Anyway, Obama, 429, 65%. Didn't watch, 100. 15% didn't watch. And, and you know what? He didn't miss much. It was very boring. The first one was boring, and this one was very boring. The format sucked. And Tom Bokaw, you know something? The most entertaining part of the whole debate, I thought, was at the end, when they came out to, like, uh, you know, and I don't think they ever did shake hands at the end, did they? I didn't uh, see it. I don't think so. I think they did. No. Did they? No. I don't know. No, because uh, McCain came over with his wife, and mm -hmm. Obama reached out his hand, thinking McCain was going to extend his and his hand, too. And the wife shook his hand, Cindy. Well, I'd rather shake her hand. Not that she's all great. Oh, but... come on. Are you going to tell me she's an old bag with a lot of money? Yeah. You, you wouldn't touch her with Chris's No. Foot. Oh, she gave me some of that money. I'd, you know. Yeah, you would. Close my eyes her. and think of England. I'd take some Viagra. A draw, 58. McCain, 38. 5.7%. Don't, don't care, 35. So Obama, 65%. McCain, 5.7%. I mean, you'd have to be insane to think McCain won the debate. And you'd also have to be insane to listen to WIOD. Because that's all they are, is all fascism all day. And now Jimmy's... You know what Jimmy Syphilis reminds me of? He's the sports version. And I hate to make the comparison because... You know, from a, from a broadcasting standpoint, he certainly isn't in the same league or have the talent. But he reminds me of Phil Henry. Are you sure? You know what I mean? Total mm -hmm. sellout for, for corporate uh, convenience. Total sellout. Sold his soul to the company store. He loads 16 tons, and what do you get? You know, like that. Boy, this change of season, and it's murky, too, today. I don't, I don't like this. Although the good news is, for you Torontonians out there, it's going to be a fine holiday weekend. You know, Monday is Thanksgiving in Canada? You mentioned you know that? You mentioned that. Canadian Thanksgiving. I read all about the history of it, too. It's not a ripoff of uh, John Aldrich. No. No. More like Henry Aldrich. What's the dealio, daddy-o? Henry. Oh, it's raining, too, now. Ooh. Oh, no. It's 14 and raining. I better not go out and get pneumonia. Maybe I'll get my uh, get some uh, Chinese delivery, some chinks. No speaky English. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about this place, it's a funny place, you know what I mean? It's, it's fun. Okay. As opposed to South Florida, which, uh, believe it's me, not. It's, it's not funny. And there's no. no fun. Well, George is having fun. Yeah. How about you, Chris? You having any fun? Always do. Chris has got a girlfriend, by the way, but it's a big secret, so I won't mention it on the air. Good. And the Beast has got a wife and a little baby. They've got a baby. How's the baby doing? Okay? Okay. Thank God. Oh, tomorrow it's going to be 65. Friday and Saturday, sunny and 66. A big sun on the thing there on City Pulse 24. 65. All right. Like a heat wave. It's already 14, but it's raining. The last few days, the stench of wintertime has been in the air. Windy, cold. The machines were cold yesterday at Woodbine, I'll tell you that. I was actually winning 500 bucks. I should have got out of there, shouldn't I? That's the key to my success in recent months is when I get ahead a substantial amount, I run out. When in doubt, I fly out of there. Now, isn't 500 enough? That sounds fine. For an hour or two, 500 bucks, I should have just kept it in my wallet and run out. I didn't do it. I stayed, and I went to the $5 Wheel of Fortune. There's only one word. Yeah. Not a good idea. But, you know, we can't win every day, right? It's only money. That, that's my attitude, just like you with your fatalistic kind of attitude now about that's this right. place and about life in general. I have the yeah. same attitude. It's right. only money. That's right. I'm not going to go broke. I'm not going to miss any meals. I'm not going to starve to death. There you go. I'm Kipper. Right? Kick it up as much as That's possible. That's right. Have a good time, baby. Anything. Enjoy life. Right. I'm all, almost 66 years old. I better enjoy these last F moments. F and A. F and A? Right. 679 votes on the poll. We're going for 800. If we don't get it, Chris is fired. Have a nice day. Let's see. I don't think Brokaw has a lot of time left because he was obsessing over it yesterday. 
One minute, one minute. Oh, this Zisco is doing a sit-down comedy routine. The only problem with that is it's not funny. He's been sending me two or three of these short little things. I guess Zisco must be homesick, too, or something. He's sending me comedy, and it's so weak. Weak, Pally. Weak. Go take care of some runaway dog or something. I mean, Norma takes care of the other runaways. Let's have Zisco take care of the runaway dogs. Bill says, watch Keith Olbermann every night, and the guy you're thinking of is Richard Wolf, which somebody answered for you, right? I hate him, that Richard Wolf. Also, he has guests, people who work for Newsweek and the Washington Post, and they're all the same talking heads as you said. That's right, Bill. I love the show. I don't love the guest. I like Howard Feynman just fine, man. He's good. He actually says something once in a while, but it's a, always the same thing. And, and Olbermann always goes to them, good evening to you, sir, and there's a long pause, and then, hi, Keith. You know, like that. Long, awkward pause because they're waiting, you know, the audio is waiting to catch up. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. I'm, I'm not knocking the show. It's a great show and nothing is perfect, but boy, those guests. Oof. Biggest names. The best talent. No jerk jerk speed, I'll tell you that. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Grab my junior, honey. The sports leader. Sounds illiterate to me. The Middle Eastern world. We'll be exploded, Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's going. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. <laughs> that Iraq has some. Weapons of mass destruction. Tower down to 17. It's down, down. 3,000 people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of. The name Bin Laden, but no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent, believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. Oh, that Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. I'm dying, I'm dying over here. Oi! The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. About unprovoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall and Halliburton installed. With no objection at all, Democrats don't have the balls. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying out of here. 12.33 at QAM. Here's an email from yesterday. 
Hey, Uncle Neil, I love watching Maddo. I'm thinking five uh, five hours ago her face was where mine wants to be. Signed, Joe Bell. Ho, ho, ho! Yeah. How do you like that? That sounds like something almost pornographic to me. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost. Ho, ho, ho! I'm thinking of uh, the beast in Joe Bell engaged in some kind of carnal activity. Why, why would you be thinking about that? I don't know. God. Why not? Because it's grotesque. Brody. Right, exactly. Oh. Maybe it'll uh, maybe it'll chase the evil spirits out of my throat and get my cold over with. Actually, I sound pretty good today. Don't I? You do. I don't. I don't. Better than you did this morning. Your voice is like all warmed up now, relatively oh, yeah. speaking. Yeah, I got that uh, warmer on my throat. Good. Stacy says I have a little something to add to your show. It's downright scary. There are people in this country who still think McCain would make a good president, but then again, they have a bimbo on the View defending the so-called conservative agenda. America, be afraid, be very afraid of these people who want to take away our rights and fill our heads with propaganda, which is what that bit is about. Weapons of ass destruction, my ass. Got a whole bunch of stuff here when you come right down to it. Oh, yeah. Russell says, searching the airwaves over the weekend and heard Gilbert on the radio telling the host he was moving to California. Oh, thank God. All right. He didn't say how soon, but South Florida was getting a little, uh, will be getting a, just a little bit better. Maybe he can take the rest of the crazies with him. I hope he moves next to Arnold, it says, says Russell. Gilbert. Gilbert to California. <laughs> Good. And none too soon. Well, I guess he's such a big star now after that uh, CD we put on our website. Oh, and speaking of the website, something here. Where the hell was it? About moving, about, uh, where, I'll find it. I got a pile, you know. Oh, here it is. Oh, let me read the one that rips you first. Oh, goody. Jim says, new emailer here, George is back, and now the poll and the show are slowed down. Could oh. be a coincidence, but being a good conspiracy theorist like you, I tend to doubt it. Big dogs and big trucks are another affectation of the jock neocon mentality. I think that the jock sniffers have brain damage from all that tough actin, tie actin. Oh. And then it says, Neil, my queen god, signed Jim. Hey, Jim. You fairy. He doesn't like you, I guess. George is back. He's just giving, well. you, he's just giving you some crap, that's all. He loves you. He wants to have your baby. Little baby. Mm. Well, I it's can't a have little this. baby. Pass it around. It's a little baby. Sarah popped it out a little bit. She's popped out a lot of babies. The one baby, she's having her own baby, illegit. And then, of course, the other baby, he's going off to Iraq because it was either that or go to the slammer. That, that's the part of the story that they don't tell when they, every time they talk about uh, the son going off to Iraq and how proud she is and yada, yada, yada. It was either that or go to jail, go to the slammer, you drug dealing slime ball, you trailer trash crap. Oh, I will say this, her future son-in-law looks a lot better than her son. What, what's his name? Trip. No. Trick. Trip. Trip Daddy? Trick. Oh, that's that's not the one. Track, that's the son. Oh, I'm talking that about the, the daddy of her daughter's baby. Oh. The little baby. God, I don't know. The unborn baby so far. The one they did not abort. She made right. a choice. Bristol. Bristol. The but what's, what's the boyfriend's name? Chris is looking it up. He's Zach. Googling it. Really? Is it Zach? I don't know. Watch your back, Zach. Maybe it, maybe track and sell some uh, crack to Zach. I don't think it's Zach. It's something like that. It's with a Z. Zeke. Oh, Zeke is a good redneck name. You know anybody named Zeke? I knew a Zeke. It's Did short you? for Ezekiel, of course, but yeah. 
Or it's Levi Gus. Johnson. What is it? Oh, Levi. That's it. Levi. Thank well, you. Levi. How could you forget? Levi's coming, and now there's a little baby. Happens all the time. Jim says, I'm one of the few that actually read some of your bedtime stories on the website. Thank God for you, Jim, because it's pretty embarrassing. There's some damn good stuff on there, if I say so myself. And it's a cold day in purgatory when we get over 300 people reading even the most read stories. It's pretty sad. I do have one complaint, though, Jim says. It really makes me ill to have to scroll past all the pictures of the Bush and Palin. Please, Neil, I beg of you, put them under the stories or move the stories to their own page. Oh, we don't want to do that. I don't know. But as far as the website's concerned, and Jim reminded me, since I'm forgetful and old and senile, he reminded me of a little something-something. Remember, um, what was the guy's name? That was going to fix us up the website because it was so bad. Oh, I say? forgot. Rick, uh, Rick uh, something. Richard Romer, I think, something like that. And Richard never sent me nothing. That was weeks ago. That was uh, seven weeks ago, Sukkus. By the way, Sukkus is coming up pretty soon. See, one thing about us Jews, we like to lump the holidays together to keep everybody, you know, keep everybody off the track, away from the track, off balance. And anyway, we got uh, Rosh Hashanah we just had, New Year, now Yom Kippur tonight at sundown, and we got Sukkot coming for, I don't know, how many days of Sukkot? Like uh, a week, something like that, ten days? Ask Gary Sarner, he'll tell you. He'll come in and make you kosher, George. He'll come oh, in and snip Oh, boy. It. Oh, no. He'll give you a little snippet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Gary Sarner, man. Mr. Kosher. Is he still there? Yeah. He's got to have naked pictures of Red Reed. He's got to have Gary Sarner. When's the last time he sold anything on his show? I don't know. In he fact, does when's the last time anybody sold anything on his show besides Muff? That's a good question. How's, how's that Andy kid coming, that retard in oh, sales? Oh, just don't, uh, yeah. Don't even go there. Please, girlfriend. Don't even go there. 713 on the poll. They're coming in in chunks now. I believe we're being freaked. Oh, boy. Jeepers Creepers. Here come the Freepers. Who won last night's presidential debate? As leaders of major financial institutions and representatives from nations around the world gather in Washington soon. But we are facing... We are facing a serious challenge, Indiana. We're facing a serious challenge. What's going on up there? <laughs> Don't worry. Hey, hold on a second. Oh, they got some protesters. Great. What timing, huh? No, 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 no. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. You know, we, uh, this, this has been one of the great things about this election is democracy. Everybody's got an opinion. And that is outstanding. That's what we're supposed to be doing during election time. Now, we probably took some Klansmen away there. You know, it's Indiana. 713 votes on the poll. Now, let's see how it's uh, turning. Obama, 64.5%, 460 vote. And McCain, 45, 6.3%. See how McCain had a little uptick? He had a little tick. Ooh. That's why he kept storming around the stage so nobody would see it. Biggest names. The best talent. A little tick. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talents. It's a big O. Orlando Alzagari. Mornings 5 to 7. Sports Radio 560. QAM. The Sports Leader. Just, 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 just
Down 208. Not so great. The QM, the brilliant Mitch Lewis there, he of a former ponytail fame. Did he mm-hmm. once upon a time have a ponytail? He sure did. Not anymore, though. No. These guys, it's like Samson in reverse. They cut off their ponytails, and then they really butch up, like mm-hmm. Jeff Cohen and Mitch Lewis. All these Jewish guys, they cut off the ponytails for Yom Kippur. And maybe they'll have it for a snack later on. 728 on Fat Chris's poll. We're going for 800 today. That would be good, considering... Although, quite frankly, if, you know, back in the day we'd had 45,000 on this poll, you know, if we still had the old audience before Joe Bell came to town. Hank and I were commiserating Saturday night about what happened right after Joe Bell came to town, about how it was like the beginning of the end for QAM and our careers and lives as we once knew them. But that's okay. We'll survive. We'll survive in spite of you, fat-ass Jolly Joe. You jackass. You... You fairy. Uncle Neil just tuned in, so I apologize if I'm repeating anything. Last night it looked like McSane was going to fall over on the audience at any point. Yeah, he was lurking. He was uh, trolling around. Never, mm-hmm. never stood still. Probably can't stand still or he'll fall down. With the whole Russia issue with him, he's another Bush. With, uh, with any issue, he's another Bush. Anyways, love you, Neil. Love you, George. Joyce is still the anti-humor. Greg on a mobile. Obama, your mama, says. Save the drama for Obama. Each had the chance to make the case for change, to talk about what we would do differently from the last eight years when it comes to lifting our middle class. He had a great line in a speech I was listening during that uh, stuff. He said, used to be in politics, they would say, are you better off than you were four years ago? He said, pretty soon, the way things are going, they're going to be asking, are you better off than you were four weeks ago? That's how they're going under the neocon job, man. A big rape of the world. Bush and Cheney. It's Herbert Hoover all over again, man. A chicken in every pot and two cars in every garage. George says he'll pass on the chicken. He'll just take the... The Raj? Pot. Here's one from Phil. Neil, funny you bring up Phil Henry today, it says. Are you sure? Last night, suffering from awful insomnia, probably due to the state of the nation, I turned on my portable AM radio and happened upon the Phil Henry show. It must have been 3 a.m., I think. Anyway, I was surprised to hear Phil actually defending Obama from a caller who was a McCain supporter. Luckily, Neil, I didn't hear too much. I was sound asleep in minutes. Thanks, Phil. How do you like that? Our close personal former friend, Phil Henry. That turncoat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> who sold his soul to the company store. And he ain't no Tennessee or any for it. How's, how's Phil's TV show coming, by the way? Oh, yeah. I won't see that no more. Oh, really? <clears throat> that was back during the days when he was peddling himself as this great, you know. And he was very funny on IOD. He was a great talent. And then he just became a jerk. The Dow is down 210, 207. 
Make it a nice comeback. 732 on the poll. All the numbers all the time for that. You're mailing it in, Rogers. You should be glad I'm mailing it in with my throat like this. I'm very glad. Maybe I have strep throat, think? Now, strep throat's really painful, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it, like, really hurts to swallow. Oh, let's not, see. Not your problem? Nope, I swallowed just fine. That's what I heard. Leo says, I watched the debate last night. McCain looked like a very old robot. He must have said, my friends, over 50 times. 50 times, 5,000 times, my friends. I'm your friend. Also, he kept saying the point is, it almost felt like I was listening to your show when he, the you're, you're my friend guy calls in 50 times in less than an hour to your show. That's right, same guy. Prozac Ron is John McCain. Prozac John. What's the point? It says he needs oil like the Tin Man to keep raping the workers. Their best workers uh, don't know about you, but, uh, oh, I can't understand this. But when someone uses my friend, I feel they're talking down to me or being sarcastic. God love him, but he's still a nutcase. What a liar. Can't believe the average bear still thinks that he is for them. After all, we're going through anyway. Spelled strangely. Go Obama, it says. Keep it up in the fight for freedom, too, because we're sure loosing our so-called freedoms. Also, sick Mrs. Palin's scare tactics. It reminds me of Bush's scare tactics. Last time I checked, we haven't been attacked since 9-11. From under my bed, love. I'll talk to you next month. Don't want to be chronic. Good, Leo. Get get some English lessons, some spelling. Get some spelling. Sid says, I listen to your show almost every day on the Internet when I get home from work. I live just outside Charlotte, North Carolina. I used to live in Hialeah back in the 70s, then in Palm Beach Gardens, then Mo Howard David's pink-ass Boca before I moved to the Bible Belt. You remember the video phone that Jeff, a.k.a. Ponytail, had hooked up at the pizza loft that linked you to the station, which I believe was WYOD back then? The video phone? That's right. That was like I talked to my Colombian... What? I said that was about ten minutes of fun. Is that how long it lasted? Yeah. I don't even remember it. Talked my Colombian co-worker to um, get you linked up at the station, which I believe was WYOD, and he talked to you on the video phone. You asked him, what do I have in my mouth? He said, a cigar. And you said, it looks like a cigar. Oh, I can't say that now. Anyways, that was like high-tech for back then. We got a good laugh out of it. I saw a bumper sticker today with Sarah Palin's picture on it. It said, I can see Russia from my back porch. It was great. P.S. Shorty's Barbecue and Pizza Loft are great. Go there every time I come back to South Florida and see my old friends and smell the colostomy bags of the early bird patrons. Says Sid. Oh, it's in the bag. Even with my cold, I could smell that. Mmm, the stench of... Health insurance from the government. Are happy with it. Wouldn't trade it in for anybody. But suddenly they say, no, no, you, the American people, the folks who are paying our salaries, who don't have health insurance, or are paying too much for health insurance, that somehow you don't want government involvement. Well, he's really fired up and uh, peed off. Nice going. I like that when he gets a little animated, you know. <clears throat> As opposed to when yep. he's there with McCain. Of course, McCain could lull anybody into a deep sleep, sure. into a coma. The debate was, the bottom line for it, it was boring. It was really, you know, and Tom Brokaw, I mean, good no, God. No, no. How come they can't have somebody animated on there? You know, like oh, um, they could, but that's no fun. Let's have who would do a fair job like Keith Olbermann? Let's have someone with a paralyzed lip. A paralyzed? Are you talking about McCain again? <laughs> Seven thirty-nine on Fat Chris's poll. He's pretty confident they're going to get to eight hundred. Aren't you? Very. And if we get to eight hundred, you can work Friday. Oh, gee, you're so kind. Because Flea can't do it. Flea would like to do it. Flea enjoys being on this show. Yes. 
He does. He no actually likes the show, which don't tell anybody that or he'll be out very uh, Hey, he's uh, on uh, thin ice. He's on the Working on the baby. show. He's, he's on the schmidt uh, list. You know, going to bat for us outside in the other office. He's on the schmidt list. Right, yeah. He won't see him uh, for long. Doug Thompson, the Capitol Hill Blue. This is short and sweet like he usually is. The old man took, it, took on the new kid on the block for the second of three presidential campaign debates Tuesday night and planned to expose the kid as a wild-eyed radical with dangerous ideas that would destroy the USA. He failed. Barack Obama beat John McCain handily in a town hall format that was supposed to be McCain's strength. He won by keeping his cool and being, well, boring, and by contrast exposed McCain as the hothead with dangerous ideas, which was one of the few moments of truth to come out of the extended hyperbole that passed a serious debate. McCain didn't lose his school either, but he still came across as the bully in the pulpit, the angry, bitter old man who can't stand his opponent and can't conceal his contempt for the uppity black man from Chicago who stands in his way on the road to the White House. Like Swillery Clinton in the Democratic primaries, McCain sees the presidency as something he deserves, something that's a right, not a privilege. He still can't grasp the reality that Obama and the American voters want to deny him that self-perceived right. Astute viewers saw a desperate man on stage Tuesday night, a struggling political candidate who keeps throwing Hail Mary passes that fell lifeless to the turf. His gamble on Sarah Palin is sinking into the mire of his and her own political mud. His grandstanding ploy on the economic bailout plan failed miserably. So upset was he over his failed performance that he left the arena abruptly after the debate while Obama lingered to talk and shake hands. McCain went into the debate knowing the end is near. He left with that end in sight. With nearly a month left in a rancorous political campaign that's defied all the rules, a game-changing event is still possible to rescue the sinking McCain campaign. But a longtime friend and Republican political consultant may have summed it up in an email that arrived via BlackBerry shortly after the debate. It said, it's over. Time to start thinking about 2012. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The leader. When I'm up in Boca Chica slapping old women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers fair and balance one to two hours. You've heard of the four tops. You've heard of the four seasons. And of course, you've heard of the Fab Four. But now, witness the newest sensation in musical groups. The guys with a little something extra. Yes, it's the four skins, live and uncut. There's Peter on congas. Dick on bongos, Rod on the drum kit, and Chubby on the timbales. The four members of the Foreskins. These guys are nothing more than wrinkly skin and bones, but they are the master beaters of percussion. This CD includes snippets of the Foreskins caught live at the zipper in Altmaliner, Germany. Run out and grab a unit of the Foreskins, live and uncut. Peel back the wrapper and slap it on. It's the Foreskins, live and uncut. Wow. Well, that was right along the edges, you know, right along the uh, tiptoeing. Yeah. Better trim the hedges because that one was uh, on the hedges. Edges. Benson and hedges. What kind of people smoke Benson and hedges? I don't know. Gay. I don't know. I don't know what people smoke anymore. I'm talking about cigarettes, fags. Mm-hmm. Parliament lights. Okay. Here's one from uh, somebody. It says, you ask about the same people on the cable shows. I believe they get paid under the table when the producer doesn't look. I agree they need new, fresh people on these cable shows. Amen. Amen. Oh, this is from Nancy in Delray Beach. I enjoy your radio show. What about the Embers Restaurant in Miami Beach? Happy New Year. Good year for all, says Nancy. Good yontif, Nancy. Good yontif to the pontiff. I think she means the Embers Restaurant. She spelled it E-M-B-E-R-O-U-S. Embrus. Didn't she mean the Embers? Remember the Embers? I don't. Don't you? No. 
I remember uh, one potato two and three potato four in Fort Lauderdale and in Boca. That was a good place. And it's gone. And once it's gone, it's a tough business, man, that restaurant racket. It's a tough business. Oh, God. Take one bad meal and you won't see them no more. That's right. Never again. Glenn says Barack is increasing his lead without the help of Bill and Swillery. Maybe he should leave well enough alone and forget about having them doing any more campaigning. Not that they've been busting their asses for him anyway, says Glenn. Well, que sera, sera. He's pulling away and opened up about an eight-point lead in Ohio. He's like 10, 15 points ahead in Pennsylvania. Uh, McCain already conceded Michigan, which his fellow Republicans were vomiting gigantic pools of blood over that one. Uh, and uh, Dow is down 116. Not so bad. Not good, but not so bad. It was up, uh, what was it, up 148 early in the first half hour? And then people said, ah, I don't want to buy this crap. Anybody want it? You want it? I don't want it. Well, let me ask you one thing. Do you like it? 7.55 on our poll, on our presidential debate poll. And in case you tuned in late, all the network polls, except, of course, for Fox. I'm, I'm sure that theirs was overwhelmingly for McCain. But all the other ones, Obama won the debate hands down in your pants. I mean, McCain is just a doddering, dowdy, nasty old man, a condescending old fool who thinks that his stuff don't stink because he was a POW. He is to uh, these debates what Rudy Giuliani was to the Republican debates. When Joe Biden called him out on that noun or verb in 9-11, and the same thing with McCain, a noun or verb in POW. Same thing. That's his claim to fame as he got shot down. Which he didn't really get shot down. He crashed his plane. But he had a lot of experience doing that. Anselm in Aventura says, I'm at work here enjoying listening to you having a great time. We're having a great time, too. I'd have a much greater time <clears throat> if I didn't have this. Although, I don't know, it's okay now. I didn't have any tea, either. Because the tea bags I've got are about 100 years old. And this is the a little joke. Joke of the day. Remember, doing a good job at WQM is like wetting your pants in a dark suit. You get a warm feeling, but no one notices. Should I read it again? Please. No. Okay. I should? Doing a good job at WQM is like wetting your pants in a dark suit. You get a warm feeling, but nobody notices. That's cute. I think that's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I give it about a six and a half on a scale of ten. Who were those choices I had for um, sex partner somebody faxed in yesterday? Remember those? It was Matt Castle. Come on, Chris. Don't you remember that fax? I remember. Was, um, that email? Yeah, I, I, you know. No, I know. Males, I... I know, you forget those males. In fact, uh, Chris wanted us to ask to request e-females instead of emails. That's how uptight he is about the whole deal. Not uptight, I just don't care. Well, why not? Because I don't like guys. (laughs) Oh, look at this. Somebody says George smokes the baloney pony. That's bad. That's nonsense, yeah. They wish. Swishful thinking by whoever that is. 757 on the poll, Obama's got 64.4%, McCain 6.2%, and the rest of the people, eh, you know, we don't wanna. We don't wanna. We should care, but we don't, and we don't wanna. So I got a fine pile of stuff here. Oh, now, anyway, you see, everybody's got a different take. That would be a good poll someday. What's your take? Right. Right? right. That, that would just be the whole poll. Huh? Mm hmm. Okay, so I was talking about the fact I did not see them. I saw them obviously shake hands at the beginning of the debate when McCain went rushing off to the chair and started writing stuff with his magic marker. 
But other than that, at the end, I didn't see it happen. And, well, first, here's uh, this email from KB. They did shake hands at the end. That's when Tom B. told him to get out of the way so he could read the monitor behind him. I didn't see that. I, I saw did. the part where he, huh? He said, get out of the, get out of the way, no, you I idiots. I saw that. Yeah, I can't read my monitor. You guys are in the way. Get out of there, you idiots. But now I just found, somebody sent this to me, McCain ducks Obama handshake. And it shows the video, it shows the video clip. clip. Obama has got his hand out. I, I saw that. It was very noticeable, obviously, to shake hands with McCain. And Cindy is there. And instead, Cindy reached over and she grabbed it. And his hand, too. And she said, boy, what they say about you darkies is right. She grabbed it. And it says, the headline on it is, it says, John McCain veered away from a handshake with Barack Obama after last night's presidential debate. He's a bitter, sour, condescending old coot. A redneck. Real piece of crap. Insane McCain. All you people that are into McCain, turn over to Jimmy Syphilis Mornings in IOD now. You'll get all the right-wing propaganda you can handle and then some. What a disgrace. Nice going there, Ken Charles. All fascist radio. I can't wait for the billboards to start going up for IOD with the swastikas on them. In fact, they ought to dress up all the IOD people with like little uh, the, the hats, you know, the KKK hats. Mm-hmm. They ought to be dressed up like that. Now, now who, let's see, they blew out Lamont. They blew out Footy because they were both to the left of Attila the Hun. And, and they both sucked on the air. But that's beside the point. It's not that whether you're good on the air or not or whether you belong on the air. It's if you're far enough to the right of Hitler. That's what it's all about. And Palin, by the way, she makes Hitler look like a Sunday school teacher. The crap that she's spewing and the hate that... Just a hate-mongering bitch. God. Spewing it out. And the crowd, kill him, kill him. You know, re really good stuff that they're whipping up. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Whipping up the great hate. <clears throat> All of us will need to pull our weight. All of us will have to redouble our sense of commitment. We're going to have to regain our nerve, our vision. Dow's down only 81. Because now more than ever, 74. Together. What this crisis has taught us is that, is that at the end of the day, there's no real 77 between Main Street and Wall Street. There's only the road we're traveling on together as Americans. We will rise or fall on that journey as one nation and one people. This country and the dream it represents are being tested in a way that we haven't seen in nearly a century. The future generations will judge us by how we respond to this test. Will they say that this was the time when America lost its way, when it lost its purpose? When we allowed our petty differences, our broken politics to plunge this country into a dark and painful recession? Or will they say this was another one of those moments when America overcame, when we battled back from adversity, when we recognized the common stake we have in each other's success? This is one of those moments, Indiana. I realize you're cynical. I realize some of you are fed up with politics. I realize you're disappointed and even angry with your leaders. And you have every right to be. But despite all of this, I ask of you what's been asked of the American people in times of trial and turmoil throughout our history. I ask you to believe. Believe in yourselves. Believe in each other. Believe in the future we can build together. 
because together we cannot fail. Look at this crowd here today. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, young, old, rich, poor. We cannot fail. Not now. Not when we have a crisis to solve. Not when we have an economy to save. Not when there are so many Americans without jobs and without homes. Not when there are families who can't afford to see a doctor. Now, the Dow is down only 56 points. You see Obama speaks, and people, uh, their confidence is restored. And they call up their broker and they say, uh, buy, 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 buy. Isn't that what they say when they call up their broker? Yeah. Buy, buy, buy. Down only 44 now. I wouldn't be surprised by the time he finishes this speech in Indiana that it's in positive territory. You think that they're just a coincidence? No. No way. Call up your bookie. Go to the phone, as Brent Mausberger once said. Rush to call. Get on the phone. You sports people, man, are such a bunch of hypocrites, such a bunch of phonies. Phony baloney. Remember when we first came to this station and all these people, even uh, Donnie B. had a bookie. Remember that? Remember oh, Donnie yeah. B. Oh. He was a nasty, surly kid. He wasn't a kid. He was like, what was he, about 88? He was part of that whole gambling fraternity. Hank had a, the whole bullpen full of uh, chronic gamblers. And what was the kid, uh, Jason uh, Jerkball, what was his name? Blasbog. Blasball. Yeah, he's Bald the one that gave me uh, that movie that I still haven't watched. What is it? The prison movie? Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, do you watch Shawshank yet? No. I'll watch that at the same time that I watch uh, the one about uh, the Jews. Schindler's about List. Schindler's List. And Of Mice and Men. In fact, you know what? There's a much better chance I'm going to watch Of Mice and Men than I'm going to watch either of those other two. Well, you ought to, you know, watch a good movie. Now it's down only 27. There's a place called America. Is there? Well, let's go there. Lori in Baltimore says, I have the Fox News poll when they ask who won last night's debate on a browser window right now. And the score is Obama 60%, McCain 40%. Even on Fox fake news, as uh, Keith Olbermann calls it, fixed news. It might be Freep, though. I voted for Obama three times already. She says, that's okay. If it's good enough for the right-wingers, let the uh, rest of the people freep. When in doubt, get the old freep out. Catherine says, yes, old tea bags are really disgusting. Love you, 43-year-old 43 43 female listening for 20 years. How do you like that? All right. You got a 43-year-old lady. It's a, and as Joe Rose would say, how are you doing with the ladies? Who was he talking about in regard to that? Some, some old goat. And he was saying, how are you doing with the ladies? And I thought to myself, uh, oh, when? my. He was talking about that yesterday when I was Jacques forced to Martin. listen to Oh, yeah, Jacques Martin. Is that who he was talking about? I think so. Oh, my God. How are you doing with the frogettes, Jacques? Biggest names. The best talent. You froggettes. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the big dog, Joe Rose. The Dow is up one point. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Down eight points now. Sports Radio, Down 13 points now. That's no sh up on the Olive Bet Gimmel Network. It's the end of the year spectacular that everyone's stretching about. Dick Clark's Hebrew New Year's Rockin' Eve. Say goodbye to 5768 and help blow the shofar off of 5769 with a cast of Jewish stars. Featuring the Borscht Belt comedy stylings of Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> What is the deal with Rosh Hashanah? What's the rush? And who's this chick, Hashanah? Sarah Silverman. What? Amy Winehouse isn't Jewish? Someone should tell her face. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my... 
Beastie Boys. So rush, so rush, so rush, so show up. Plus David Schwimmer, Lenny Kravitz, Andy Samberg, Winona Ryder, and Adam Sandler. Not a Jewish Richard Gere. It's the Jewish New Year. Dick Clark's Hebrew New Year's Rockin' Eve. It's gonna blow your tukas off. What, are you going to watch something else? The Dow's down 20 points. Well, 20's not bad, huh? And they got Ali Felching on her to reassure everybody that he's a real serial queen. Uh, worth paying uh, attention and... Oh, my God. Get her off my screen. I'm, I'm going over to MSNBC. Maybe they got Richard Wolf on her again with those funky little glasses. No, they got some other... Uh, Bill Burton, the Obama campaign spokesman. The way to... to stir up feelings about Senator Obama that maybe um, are, are negative, but ultimately have nothing to do with the challenges that are facing the, the, the American